Warning, this podcast deals with topics including racism, classism, drug abuse, extreme violence, sexual conduct, body horror, suicide, mental illness, and supernatural phenomena, which may be sensitive topics for some listeners. Also, this podcast is about fictional characters in a fantasy setting. Any misrepresentation of Japanese history, culture, or language is completely unintentional. At the dawn of civilization, the greatest philosophers determined that the world was composed of the five rings. Air, earth, fire, water, and the void. This is Podcast of the Five Rings. All right, welcome back to Podcasts of the Five Rings, episode hello, three. Hello, hello, hello. Let's get Rokugan. Hey, hey, what's up? How y'all feeling today? Great. I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm excited to get back in it. Let's freaking go. It's been a little while. We're at it's quite, like quite a cliffhanger. It's actually a quite literal a, cliffhanger. A literal cliffhanger on the edge of a, a, a cliff in the Twilight Mountains, right? Twilight uh, Mountains, yes. Yeah, but we've uh, unfortunately haven't been able to record for like what three weeks or something. So, something like so that. So we definitely yeah. are going to need a little bit of a refresher yep. on what exactly transpired the last time. All right. So, quick reminder of who we have at the table today. First, we have Logan. Logan, remind us who you will be playing. Uh, I am playing Soshi no Burizu, uh, Shuganja of the Scorpion Clan. Nice. Next, we have Zach playing Togashi Yoshi. Tell us about Togashi, please. You know, he's just a chill guy, Topaz champion. Um, Save the water boy. He's just like trying to figure all this life out. I can't wait One till day there's. At a time. I can't wait till there's another Topaz like tournament so that I can fucking beat out. Uh, whoa, whoa, Tagashi hey, bro! Yoshi. It was a cl- it was Come a close on. it was hey. a close competition the last time. Hey. Rematch? Did you not? <laughs> I'm waiting for a rematch. You just got wrecked wrestling last uh, episode, bro. Damn, yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, yeah. fully suplex. <laughs> <laughs> Every time was, I try yeah. to go up against Yoshi, man, I just get mm. just get whooped. My bad boy. <laughs> and Yoshi. finally, we have Heath. Heath, who are you playing? Yeah. I am Caillou Tomo. I'm from the Crablands, and I attended the Caillou Engineering College, where I learned how to build shit. Where I learned how to build shit. I learned how to build a lot of shit. Build good. We learned about defense of the wall, siege, like siege weaponry, defense of the land, building roads, and I'm here to bring all that skill to the party. Oh yeah, I like that. Even though they don't let you make fires. They don't even let me make There's fires. There's a fire in your heart that I see. I see it's raging inside you. It's raging. And I really we don't need just... we don't need a real fire because we see the fire inside you. I just try to bring my skills to help out and people stifle me at every corner, but I will shine one day. Oh, and also most importantly, I have a full suit of plate armor. <laughs> full yeah. suit of plate armor. He rocks that heavily. Also, I guess while we're on the topic of that right now, maybe we should go over the awards that you guys have gotten so far. Honor, glory, and experience points. That sounds good. Oh, yeah, I would love I, li- I love being rewarded. Just First, like- experience points. Uh, so for killing those zombies in the river, you're each going to get one experience point. Fair. Sweet. And then for surviving two full days in the Shadowlands, you each are going to uh, uh, get another two experience points. Oh, so for each day you guys manage to live in the Shadowlands without dying, you get an experience point. Sweet. So we got three from last session, basically. Yes. And to represent the experience point difference between uh, Yoshi, um, uh, Burizu, and Tomo, Tomo being much further behind than the rest of them, I'm going to let you gain double experience points until you catch up with them. Sweet. 
this all this also that. represents that you're a green samurai you haven't really tested yourself yet and this okay. is really like your first adventure away from home and it's all brand new to you yeah it's totally. pretty extreme i mean yeah. although i do think that crabs gampukus are usually to go into the shadowlands and bring back like the head of a monster right um among some families yeah well, it's like when you're playing Final Fantasy and you got that one character that you never never level up, and so you you, you pull him into the <laughs> party, you keep him around. You take him into the hard area, and then you just speed level him. You get the <laughs> you, you get the experience share. <laughs> All right, so that's it for experience points. Uh, next, we're gonna do honor and glory. Uh, we're gonna go one character at a time. So we're gonna start with Togashi Yoshi. What's up? All right. It's your boy. So. For implicitly extorting a clan, a crab clan samurai, you're going to lose one honor point. But Ooh. for saving Kai Daisoto's life, you're going to gain one honor point. Okay. So it's it's a wash. So wait, what was did it, I was, do was to the, the guy? Was though? the extortion Yasuke Ipe? Is that yes. who you're? Okay, yeah. When we when we had kind of twisted his balls to get like the Caillou blades. Oh uh, yeah, like, I did want to. I did want him to go to jail. Man, I should have done it. But, <laughs> but I didn't. Did I didn't. But you did not make him go to jail. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was thinking about coming back and doing it. Uh, right, so you extorted Yasuke Ipe, which is minus one, but you saved Caillou Daisoto's life, so that's plus one. So yeah. you're a wash for honor. Um, for glory, for proving yourself as a talented wrestler in the eyes of the crab, you're going to gain one glory. Hell yes. What's your, what's your wrestler name? You know, like your, oh. like your stage name? Like the Undertaker or something? No, I'm still Yoshi, and I'm just like Yoshi from Mario, and I just like the little tongue thing. It's <laughs> 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 so my finisher move. I just <laughs> <look> <laughs> <in> the, uh... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next, we will do um, Kayutoma. So, for implicitly extorting a clan, a crab clan samurai. Oh, I really did. Yeah. You're also going to lose <laughs> one honor. You're also going to lose one honor for making demands of a of a clan samurai <laughs> that was higher of you oh, which was damn. hita hachiro yeah so, I, I definitely overstepped definitely. my bounds there yeah um but you will gain one honor uh proving your courage the way you fought in the the river you in your full suit of plate armor in a place you've never been before waiting out in front of the rest of the of the party Sick. purposefully trying to gain attention to yourself and draw it away from the rest of the party uh for your courage you're going to gain one honor Tight. so i still lose one so to net it's is still, you, was it you still net one. was it courage or was it naivete <laughs> hey, no, potato, bro, potato. Was <laughs> fake it till, full, fake it till you make it <laughs> a full suit of plate armor makes someone do crazy things yeah <laughs> um makes you feel indestructible finally soshi burizu you also made commands of a samurai that was higher rank of you. Hita oh, yeah, did. You were going to lose... Hita Hachido? Hita Hachido. You're going to lose one honor for that. Um, and then for taking the lead in extorting a craft clan samurai, <laughs> not just implicitly being a part of it, but actively pursuing it and taking the lead on it, you're actually going to lose three honor for that. Oh, oh man. So four honor? Uh, but you do gain one honor back... Um, for showing compassion, the way you tended the wounds of one of the Crab Clan samurai that came back from beyond the wall. Okay. You you healed him, um, and you specifically went out of your way to heal him of his of his wounds and his exhaustion, and so you're going to gain one honor from compassion for that. Cool. Very kind of you. So I net, uh, I net a minus three honor. Net minus three honor. Oh, That's correct. Fuck. Um, you're also going to lose one glory for making a public display of cowardice when you unmasked in front of the crab samurai. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, I was kind of expecting that. Yeah. Does he lose another glory for getting suplexed? <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. 
That was all in good sport. That was in good sport. Uh, I, I, imagine, <laughs> I, I'm just really bummed. I, I'm sure Cooney probably saw that. She definitely did. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> she made I, mental I note of that. I didn't lose, you know, a, a, a glory. I just lost, you know, respect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, lessen my chances of a, uh, of that working out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's it for honor, glory, and experience points. So let's get into the meat of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Last time on Podcast of the Five Rings, Yoshi, Buro, Tomo, and their Crab Clan escort set off from the Spear of Dawn Watchtower into the desolate world of the Shadowlands. After departing from the wall, Hidenagahide explained to the party that Atsumari has enlisted the aid of the Crimson Moon Tribe, a mercenary tribe of the rat-like Nizumi living in the Shadowlands. After careful deliberation, the party decided to make toward the Weeping Bog. Their hopes were to cross over the River of the Last Stand at a less conspicuous place that wouldn't be watched by Atsumari's scouts. While crossing the river, the party was attacked by a group of drowned corpses, resurrected by the malevolent powers of the Shadowlands. There were no casualties, but it was the party's first glimpse at the horrifying magic in store for them, and an unsettling sign that tainted creatures are beginning to amass close to the Carpenter Wall. That night, the party camped on the Black Waste, it was an opportunity for Yoshi, Buro, and Tomo to build new friendships with the protectors and partake in crab traditions beyond the wall. Hell yeah, I got good some wrestling. Good old crab wrestling. Some good old wrestling. The next day, the party chose to take a rarely traveled high road through the Twilight Mountains, a place known for its shifting cliffs and eerie smoke-like peaks. On a particularly dangerous pass, one of the crab samurai lost his footing and almost fell to the valley below. However, Togashi... Waterboy! Waterboy! <laughs> However, Togashi Yoshi saved his life with a well-placed throw of his grappling hook. While camped out in the Twilight Mountains, the party got a sight of the skulking Crimson Moon tribe traveling through the forest beneath them, a reminder that the twisted forces of the Shadowlands are hunting them even while they sleep. On their third day beyond the wall, the party began to hear dark whispers in their minds, as if the mountains were speaking to them telepathically. Distracted by the voices in their heads, the party veered off course into an unknown part of the mountains and away from the road leading them to Haruma Valley. Lost, confused, and tormented by the mountain's dark whispers, one of the crab escort, a samurai named Yasuke Hidekawa, unmasked and proclaimed that they were being led to certain death. Renouncing Hidenagahide's authority and refusing his orders to carry on, Yasuke Hidekawa demanded to turn around. The punishment for insubordination beyond the wall is death, so Hidenagahide, being left with no other choice, drew her sword, ready to cut Yasuke Hidekawa down on the spot. As she should. Open insubordination from a from one of your rank cannot be he's he's scared though. I can't believe uh, Yasuke Hidekawa just unmasked like that in front of us all. Totally lost his composure. I was honestly embarrassed for hey, him. I mean, and, uh, he's a real quiet guy. He was a real quiet guy. I can't you know, believe he, him. I did. You know, these mountains are pretty fucking scary. <laughs> I I unmasked myself the last episode. I mean, mm. it it happens. <laughs> yeah, until uh, But I still, you know, stu- stood my ground and murdered some freaking zombies. So, <laughs> uh, who's your money on, boys? Mm. I mean, I don't really want to. I don't really want to hey, leave this up. To, I don't really want to leave this up to like a gamble. I think we need to. Uh, I'm probably gonna need to intervene or something. I, at least that's the that's the hope. You guys are in the Shadowlands, the Twilight Mountains, and um, Yasuke Hidekawa has just unmasked, clearly showing insubordination to Hidenagahide 
and refusing to take her orders of moving further into uh, the Twilight Mountains as part of the Crab Clan retinue. What I'm going to have you guys do is I want you all to make a sentiment check. And this is going to determine your initiative value for a intrigue scene. Hmm. Hell yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we still choose a ring and everything, right? Yes. So imagine that this is just like uh, determining initiative for combat, but instead of using a tactics check, it's going to be a sentiment check. Okay. I don't have any sentiment. I'm going to assume the earth ring because uh, I was kind of... Uh, standing strong with Hidonaga Hide and you know in the decision to kind of like enforce her authority and try to like quell this uh insurrection from Hidekawa. Okay. Two successes and an opportunity. Yeah, I'm gonna use my fire ring. I'm gonna theorize on what could have drawn Yasuke Hidekawa so close to the edge. What could have caused him to unmask? Okay. And that is not great. I had two strife and two opportunity. Woof. Yeah, I, I did not theorize very well. All right, I'm gonna do like um, I'm just gonna like kind of look him up and down and kind of like survey what he's um, I guess why he's wanting to leave so badly. So that's water. Yeah, water. All right, one opportunity. I don't see much. Yeah, and I'm just going to use my opportunity like, to cancel my strife. I use mine to um, ask Waterboy what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Waterboy's opinion is law. <laughs> well, I mean, like, he kind of has to tell me because, uh, like, I saved his life. So go ahead and just tell me your uh, your values. So we'll start with Barizu. What was your what was your value for initiative? My total six. Okay. Okay. And Yoshi? Um, I just got one. It's, it's only a TN one. Oh, yeah. So no, get... I didn't get any um, successes, though. It okay, a... so then you're going to use your vigilance value. Like two. Two, okay. And Bummer. Caillou? Yeah, I did I'll not meet the TM, talking so water boy. I'm choosing my vigilance. I got one. Okay. This was a surprise to you, this whole thing. Yeah, you it really surprised me. That guy didn't talk much. Yeah, he didn't talk at all until he didn't, now. He didn't seem very interesting. He was the last one that we, uh, that we like, you know, kind of learned about yeah he's the guy that like pooped his pants the first day right <laughs> no I, I think that was burrazu yeah actually. i think that was that might have been me <laughs> oh, okay okay all right you're first in initiative order so we haven't done an intrigue yet but how it works is it, it works very similar to combat except you're going to be using your social skills to try to accomplish a goal or a oh, task this is cool okay yeah, i have yeah. none of those <laughs> well you still have your rings i have no social skills um and so Basically, what you know so far is that, um, you know, Yasuke Hidekawa unmasked and he doesn't want to move further um, into the Twilight Mountains because he thinks it's, it's just a death trap and he doesn't see the point in it and he wants to stop and turn around and he wants to go home, um, which, of course, was against his orders to keep moving forward. And Hidenagahide told him that, you know, insubordination is punishable by death and that, you know, if he's going to keep this up, then she's just going to have to kill him. Um. I want to try to recall. Did uh, Hida Nagahide? She she slayed some some of the drowned zombies when we were attacked, right? She did. Yes. She held she up her own boss. very well, she, right? She did hold her own very easily. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I want to try to. Uh, I guess it'd be command. I want to try to command. Um, yeah, uh, Hidekawa. Okay. Um. I'm trying. I'm trying to convince him. Like, you need to 
put down your weapon immediately. This is your commander. You think that you are going to, you think you're going to survive a duel with a skilled warrior as Nagahide? She slew countless zombies in the in the previous battle. What do you think you are going to be able to do? Trying to like reason with him, recalling previous events and her skill and just, yeah, I mean, I'm standing strong with her though. I, I do think that she needs to, I do think that she needs to like do something about this, but then the result I would like is for him to just okay. su- submit and so like, your, chill out. Your goal is to command Hidekawa to, to submit. submit. Okay. Yes. So go ahead and make your command check. Okay. So I'm in Earth. I don't actually have any command. So two successes and two opportunity. And I'll just use those opportunity to get rid of the strife, I guess. I have two strife as well. Okay. So you, you, you say that to Hidekawa, and he looks pretty resolute. And he looks pretty determined to keep moving forward with his with what he was saying. You're making a grave mistake, Hidekawa, and it's going to be your last. Okay. Next, it will be Nagahide's turn. Uh, but uh, before she says anything, she's going to hold her initiative to hear what everybody else has to say. Okay. Yeah, are the, do the are the other what are the other samurai They're doing? All waiting. Are they all just are they like? They all have kind of actually okay. different. You're okay. about to find out. They all sort of have different opinions on this. Okay. Hidekawa speaks first. Yasuke Hidekawa speaks first. And he says, this mission is a death trap. And we're all going to die out here. And the only sensible thing is to turn around now. I know I'm going against my orders. And I know this is clear insubordination. But I just I feel like this is the, the wrong thing. What we're doing is, is senseless. We're being led to our deaths. And if it's my punishment to be killed for what I'm doing, at least let me die honorably at least let me die in combat and he challenges Hida Nagahide to a duel and he lays forth the stakes on the duel and he says that Hida Nagahide if I can defeat you in a duel let me leave in peace and if I die then at least I will die an honorable death and not a senseless one being led into the twilight mountains for no reason that boy ready to die the other crab samurai uh, react to this. Kuni Akari, Kayu Daisoto, and Haruma Yuto, they sort of look at each other and it, it seems like they all immediately have the same sort of opinion. And they say, Hida Nagahide, you should honor his wish. You should, you should let him fight in a duel. If he manages to defeat you and prove his worth in combat, then he should be let go. And if he dies, then at least he'll die an honorable death. Uh, denying him this challenge it would be dishonorable to you and to it would be dishonorable to him as well. Haruma Takana speaks next. If you guys remember, Haruma Takana was the one Haruma that... Takana. Haruma Takana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was That's one the that... easiest name to remember, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it is the one that Kayu Daisoto uh, wrestled with in the pit, um, who was laid out. <laughs> and uh, he has actually a, an opposite reaction. And he says that this is ridiculous. That uh, offering or, uh, asking for a, a challenge to a duel like this in these in this sort of setting is is just absurd um Hidenagahide, he says you do not have any you do not have you do not owe it to him to fight him in this duel he has clearly showed insubordination and if you simply give us the command we should hogtie him and slit his throat right now for what he said to you can i interject a tiny bit um no because you already used your turn sorry uh that'd be very dishonorable (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, he says that being like issuing this challenge is is ridiculous, and Hidenagahide 
is not responsible for this. You know, she's not owed it to him to honor this challenge at all. This is like what they sign up for. I mean, it's what they're raised to do. Trained to do from like birth as crabs, right? Yeah. Um, Yoshi. Yoshi, it's your turn to say something. Um, I will just like try to command everyone and just be like, silence. I just want to say that Hide Nagahide is the only one that's making this decision and whatever she wants, she gets pretty much. Like, no one else should say anything else. Okay. One success and then three opportunity. Yeah. I bolster myself with my, um, my opportunity to make myself everyone I yell a big silence like that <laughs> and I say this is her choice and choice alone we all followed her in here and she is our guide you must listen to what she says good point or we all will die here the other samurai that were sort of speaking in favor of the challenge mm-hmm. uh, notice this and they look at you and uh, they, they do seem a little bit uh, ashamed for having spoken out the way that they did just yeah. a little bit yeah they should shut their mouths <laughs> <laughs> all right and finally we have tomo what is your what are you going to do i turn to hidekawa and everyone's been commanding and been forceful and i do have some skill in command but i want to be a little courteous right now i turn to hidekawa and i want to incite with him with courtesy hidekawa we come on a very important mission and we have been granted this tiny retinue of samurai in order to travel out into these desolate lands. We need you here. To turn back would almost certainly doom the entire group. If you were to fight Nagahide now, you could injure her. There's nothing good that can come of this battle. This is not an honorable way for you to die. Out in the mountains, challenging your superior. Please, we need you to stay, and we need you to fight with us, and we need to continue on. I lost a family heirloom, and I need your help. Damn, Very tell good. Her real. Very good. On, baby. Hopefully you roll. Oh, yeah, these <laughs> dice Hopefully the be dice good. can reflect that. <laughs> uh, two successes, one opportunity, and three strife. So uh, I'll use that opportunity to get rid of the strife. So I got two successes and two strife. And uh, Hidenagahide has, has listened to everything you guys have said, and you know it doesn't really look. It doesn't look like she's made a decision, and she's she's still kind of like weighing her options and thinking about what should be done right here. As you can imagine, this is a pretty difficult decision for her to make. Um, so she's she's gonna pass her turn this initiative. So Dang. we're gonna go back to the top of the order, and it's gonna be Burzu's oh, turn again. Wow. Crap. Oh, okay. Um, I've already kind of tried my, uh, you know, tried to convince Hidekawa to to stand down, and that didn't seem to go too too well. So I, you guys, okay. So after what you've said and what uh, Kayutomo has said, he does look like his resolve is shaking quite a bit. I I want to turn my attention more to Nagahide. Like personally, and um, kind of like gra- grab her on her shoulder and like you know pull her in. So I'm like kind of whispering in her ear, and I uh, tell her, Nagahide, if you allow this duel to happen, no matter the outcome, your samurai, you you crab samurai, pardon pardon the comparison, but you do have the mentality of real crabs in the sense that they are always going to be trying to pull each other down. If you allow Hidekawa this duel, then you're only encouraging further insubordination from your other members of your retinue. And if we are to succeed in this mission and, and persevere, then you cannot allow that. You cannot you cannot allow a weak link to exist. Okay. 
That's very good. Um, what skill check are you going to make? Culture. I'd let you make a culture check. Because I was kind of trying to relate it to like the crab you, culture the crab and like culture. crab mentality. You are. That you are. Thing. Okay, then I do have a culture. Like one culture. Um, and I think I'll switch to the water stance in this case. Kind of like surveying the scene and seeing how everybody else is reacting. Like, I mean, hearing the responses from all the other samurai, it sounds like there's a divide amongst people that support the idea and don't so let's see how i do so three successes okay she looks at you and she considers what you're saying and you can kind of tell by the look on her face that she's uh she's thinking favorably about what you just said yeah one way or another nagahide this must end quickly it's her turn and again she's gonna wait she's not gonna what? say anything until yeah. she's she hears more um next it's gonna be hidekawa's turn he continues to implore Hide Nagahide to uh, accept his challenge. He says, please, I, I'm not going any further with this mission. If I must die, at least let me die an honorable death. Please. When he says that, the other three samurai who were agreeing with him um, also look in, um, pleadingly at Hide Nagahide and ask her to accept his wish for a duel. Next, it's Haruma Takana's turn. And uh, he seems very displeased with the rest of the crab in this retinue. And he he uh, continues to tell um, Hidenagahide that, you know, she doesn't have to go through with this. Honestly, he deserves to just be killed for what he's done already. Uh, that's what owed, that is what is owed to him, and she does not owe him anything more than that. Next, we have Yoshi. It's your turn. Is there a way to, like, uh, check people's, like, uh, level of, like, composure? Yeah. Um, you can make a, I'll let you make a, uh, sentiment check in the mm -hmm. water stance. Okay. So I want to check the composure of, a uh, Hide Nagahide. Uh, Hide um, two successes. She looks pretty poised right now. She looks tired in the sense that you guys all look tired. You guys have been traveling right. through the Shadowlands and you guys have been through a lot. Um, but beyond that, she... She actually looks pretty poised, and she looks like she's pretty calm right now. She's collected. She's completely collected right now. I want to, like, I don't know if I could do this, but um, just kind of, like, read if, like, I offered to, like, step in to fight the man for him. Would she be offended, or would she be more inclined to liking that? Yeah. Okay, so you do know um, in Rokugani culture, it's mm. pretty common for uh in, in duels such as one that might potentially transpire here mm. it's not uncommon for somebody to take a champion which mm. would be somebody who fights the duel in their place uh when that's agreed upon before the fight begins it's uh it's not considered disrespectful or dishonorable okay. in fact if you were to do that for her it would be seen as very honorable on your end and it, it would not be seen as dishonorable on her end for accepting your invitation to be her champion but I'd have to do that before she got challenged? No, bef before it's decided that those are the two that will actually fight. Oh, uh, okay. You know, if they actually start right. fighting and then you step in, then mm. if she accepts your help, then it, it's... Like an interrupting a duel is yeah. dishonorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interrupting okay. is very uh, shameful. Oh, yeah, she hasn't accepted yet. That makes sense. But if you worked it out where you want to fight the duel for her in her place, uh -huh. then um, that's not shameful at all. Okay, cool. I'll probably go for that next round then. Okay. I read her and I'm like, all right. Tomo, it's finally your turn. Sure. All right. I'm, I see that everyone is tense. Obviously. I mean, we're on the brink of a duel. I 
reach into my bag. It's I, I feel almost silly doing this, but it seems like drastic times call for drastic measures. And I pull out a bottle of sake. Ooh. Ooh. And I look to Nagahide, and I look to Hidekawa, and I say, My companions, my fellow crabs, we need to sit. We need to think this through. And I think we could all use a drink before we decide what we really need to do. And I'm going to use my my games check, my social check. I think it's time that we just unwind and really think about what we're doing. And I'm going to use my reason ring. Uh, two successes and two strife. Please, let's just drink some sake. Let's Let's try and unwind and calm our nerves before we go any further. So, Kayutomo, you say that and you can tell everybody's looking at you and they think like you you can you can see that the the gears are turning in their heads they're like oh man that's a pretty tempting idea maybe we should just do that <laughs> but no one says anything and everyone stands their ground too afraid <laughs> to be the first one to say something i and take you up on your offer i i i go and i take a little glass of sake from <laughs> <laughs> do you it's so it's back to the top of initiative order. It's your turn. Oh, would I have to have, use a turn to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, no, I'm going to make you do that. Then no, I will hold off on my alcoholism. And um, instead, I, it I seems like it might be Squee is proud be a good of idea. you. <laughs> well, so yeah, I mean, I also noticed like this rising tension, right? It seems like it's all going to be coming to a head soon. I want to use the civility foremost technique. Okay. It's a shuji that will basically allow me to protect one person's honor if they're attacked. Interesting. So I want to protect Hida Nagahide's honor. Okay. Hidekawa were to attack her, he would he would suffer honor points. Okay. Come on. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> I rolled three opportunity. Um so I'm trying to I'm trying to just convince, you know, uh Hidekawa that, you know, if you if you start this duel, if you attack, you're going to be bringing dishonor to your family and I'm just like stumbling over my words and sound like a dummy. Can I use one of those opportunity to go and take a freaking glass of sake from <laughs> from Tomo though? You may, you can do that. Yes. <laughs> it's Yasuke Hidekawa's turn again. One more time, he says, "Hidenagahide, please. Please grant me my wish for a duel." And the three other samurai also agree with him saying, "Please, Hidenagahide." Let this happen. It would be an honorable way for him to go. You want to interrupt? Can I be like, I will be your champion, Hida? Can I say that? Or is that... It seems this is inevitable. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Okay. So as they're saying that, you step forward, and what do you say? I say, I will be your champion, Hida. I will fight for you and for his duel. Yoshi. Hidenagahide. She looks like she's about to say something. It's right on the tip of her tongue. Oh, I interrupted her. Fuck. But she says nothing. She withhold she withholds her tongue. Uh. So it is now Haruma Takana's turn. And this time, now he's a little bit upset. He says, Enough with these games. This is ridiculous. Why would you honor this man a challenge? He has done nothing to be worthy of such a challenge. Give us the order, we'll kill him, and we'll be on with our mission. If this is really the, what he wants to do. Here, here. <laughs> and with that, Hida Nagahide speaks up. And she yeah. says, I believe that would be the proper course of action. She gives the order. She tells you guys to get the rope. To tie him down. And to kill him. And to end him here and now. 
fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do it. I so it. that's what happens. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the samurai, they they do look displeased that uh, one of their own was not granted the wish for a duel. However, they begrudgingly take the order and they get their ropes out and, uh, you know, Yasuke Hidekawa, he might be a coward, but he still wants to die with some honor, with some dignity, mm. and he can allows like them to... Uh, commit seppuku, or well, can I convince him to do that? Do you want to try to do that? Yeah. Okay. Do that. Make a... make a, Yeah. What kind it's of... more honorable than like being a sen- hog-tied Sentiment or a theology? You can make a sentiment check. Sentiment? All right. I'll try to do... So the other samurai all just handle ha- handle him? We don't have to... They all have their hands on him, ready to like tie him down and just end it for him. If they do not accept the duel and you want to die so much, you might as well commit seppuku. Two successes, um, two strife, and then two opportunities. Yasuke Hidekawa, he says, I, I, believe you're, I believe you're right. I think I've already shamed myself enough. I don't want to die here in the Shadowlands. If the only honorable thing for me to do now is to commit seppuku, then I will do that. And I gain the strife because I offer to cut off his head while he stabs himself in the stomach. I help. I I I tell him. I offer him. I will like perform his last rites. Okay. And I tell him. I hope that Fukurokujin may guide your spirit after you are gone. But you know that that probably cannot happen in the Shadowlands. I hope you know what you are damning your soul to. Okay. Damn. So, Hidenagahide, she says, uh, Nasuke Hidekawa for your insubordination and for your refusal to take on your mission that you were sworn to continue with um, on your honor as a samurai, I order you to commit seppuku. Yasuke Hidekawa, he bows, and he... Deeply? Very deeply. So So deep. His last bow. He bows his last bow. The last deepest bow. Defeated and scared in the Shadowlands, he he begins the rites, and um, Buruzu, would you like to explain more about um, sort of the process or what you do in your rites as the Shugenja looking over? Yeah, I light some incense. I take uh, some scrolls out from my bag that I uh, carry with me, uh, and I start to recite haikus of the void. With that, he does the ceremonial cuts, and he breathes his last. And I chop his head off. And then you chop his head off. Hell yeah. And then yeah. we burn his body. Do you burn the bodies? Oh, absolutely. I, I get know. some well, of our... my detection. <laughs> Hidenagahide does, you know, she does say, well, we did just see the Crimson Moon Tribe let's yesterday. Just, let's kick him off this cliff. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the the rest of the crab are like, they're talking and they're, they say, well, yeah, we did see the Crimson Moon, but I mean, it would only be the respectful thing to burn the body. No, we, we, sh- we should. He, he will have no chance of attaining peace if we don't if we don't burn the body. Yeah, he may have life. been he may have been an insubordinate fool. But he, he was, did die an honorable death. He did die an honorable death, and he was not a bad man. He just seemed scared. He fell to the powers of the Twilight Mountains. Fear. Yeah, he heard stuff. We can set his body aflame, and then we can leave this place. We need to. We need to move on, anyways. It's it's pretty late in the evening now. By the way, it's about time you guys should start making camp. This yeah, was this was at the end of your oh yeah this was at the end of your third day out okay then we should burn his body in the morning before leaving here if anything it would serve as a, a distraction or a decoy for the Crimson Moon Tribe if once they see the smoke um, as long as we do well with covering our tracks once we leave then burn him 
then we should be able to can we like burn them and like roll them down the hill so. <laughs> I just really well, that kick, would kind of defeat I just the really want to kick this motherfucker uh, yeah, down yeah, a hill. Like stop and drop a roll right there. You, you had the roll, and you just really want to kick this guy down a mountain. I'm glad he died, not Nagahide. That would have been. However, Hida Nagahide did refuse a challenge to a duel, uh-huh. and for that, that, she took a major hit to her honor. The rest of the crab. Samurai, Wait, didn't he do that like spell on her? Does that help? He failed. Oh, he failed. Yeah, yeah failed. he failed. Come on, dude. Um, <laughs> sorry. The rest of the crab samurai are a little bit ashamed that she except for Haruma Takana mm-hmm. the rest of them are a little bit ashamed that she refused the challenge to a duel that in Rokugani society that's extremely dishonorable disrespectful to do that so she's going to take a major hit to her honor and the rest of you are all going to take two strife as well all right. yeah. Um, yeah I've never seen anyone commit seppuku I'm still young and honestly that was pretty traumatic it was traumatic and just seeing the blood flow from his ashigaru armor onto the cold dark earth of the twilight mountains it shook me to my core and it really made me look inwards and think about what's important to me yeah but i took those two strife and i'm beginning to lose a little bit of my composure oh it's only have life out here in the shadowlands i when we make when we make camp that night um I mean, I think somebody should watch the corpse. I think so, yeah. But I also, at some point, I want to try to talk to Nagahide about about what happened and about like why she chose the course of action that she did and didn't really do anything. She kind of just let the group mentality like take over. Okay. I kind of want to ask her a little bit about that. Okay. All right. So yeah, it's it's. Uh... It's nighttime. You guys are setting up camp. You guys are doing your sort of nightly routines. Um, and so, Burzu, you would like to talk to Nagahide? Yeah. All right. And you say that to her about, like, why didn't you do anything kind of a thing? Yeah. During the whole conflict, I had told her, like, if you let this happen, like, you're only inspiring more rebellion later on. So afterwards, I'm, like, following it up, like, what the heck? Like, you said nothing. You did nothing. You look, like, this makes you look bad and weak in front of your men. Like, how are you going to... How are you going to come back from this and, and regain their, their trust in you? And um, you can tell she, she looks a little, um, she looks perturbed. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, mean no disre- I mean no disrespect. It's just, it's, I've, you know, I've read a lot about the art of war. Mm-hmm. I have not experienced, I do not have as much real life experience as you do with conflict and, and battle. But from what I understand, having the respect and control of your men is paramount. Yeah. And uh, she asks you to take a seat with her. And she starts explaining to you that that was a very difficult decision that she was put in. You know, she, you guys are already out here in the Shadowlands uh, with such a small retinue on a very dangerous mission. Of course. And uh, it did not look like Yasuke Hidekawa was going to relent. He may have if perhaps we had... Um, uh, if we had managed to convince him, maybe he would have relented. But it didn't look like it was going to happen. And beyond that... More importantly, you can't let insubordination like that go unpunished. I I know. And so he was given his punishment. He was given death. That was the proper course of action um, for what he did. By our code as Crab Samurai, that was the correct thing. I just, Nagahide, if I may, I just, I really think that you should have been the one to end, to end it. Are you saying I should have accepted the challenge to a duel? 
you should have been the one to do the killing blow, whether that be through the duel or in or in the situation that just that just occurred. I mean, I knew Yasuke Hidekawa before this mission, and he was an honorable man. I know that what he was doing and what he was saying was simply a reflection of the taint of the Shadowlands. That was not his normal self. In order to respect his memory of the man that I knew him as, I allowed him to commit seppuku. Well, you know him better than I, so I can only trust your judgment. And I thought it would be foolish to accept his challenge. Maybe it was shameful of me to not accept it, but it was the wise decision because I may have just prevented a lot more bloodshed from being fallen by not accepting his challenge. Well, I I agree that preventing bloodshed is, is important, and you prevented your own. You are the most valuable member of this retinue, and I'm, I'm glad that you got out of it unscathed, but this will haunt me and I'm sure the others for quite some time. It was a difficult decision, but these are our lives as samurai. These are the decisions we have to make. Decisions between life and death, honor and glory. These are our lives, and this is what we must do. I will pray for you and Hidekawa as much as I can and hope that the kami will hear me eventually. Good night. <laughs> okay. Does anybody else have anything they want to say or do? I kind of want to just like meditate so I can remove more strife than just from sleeping. Probably a good yeah. idea. Is it the end of a scene? This was, yeah. This is the end, end of the, of the night, scene. right? Okay. Uh, this is the end of the scene. So you guys know how that works just with your fatigue. Go to over. half if you're over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Go to half if you're over. But if I, if I meditate, can I lose more? Yeah. So what I'm going to let you do is you can make a T1 meditation check using your void ring. And okay. if you pass, you lose strife equal to your void ring plus one for each bonus success. I go down two strife. So I'm at two strife now i kept my one blank die because <laughs> the other ones are just strife damn <laughs> i'm chilling bro i'm that meditative boy yeah who's gonna watch the the, the rest of the crab samurai worked it out amongst themselves they're not yeah, gonna force I'm, you to do that it's like cuddling it <laughs> all right anyway so, well, dang, like... so we're down to four other samurai you right have four plus hide nagahide so you have five total in your party now and they're all okay. sick they're all cool ass yeah they're all pretty, yeah they're all homies um, you, you no, I remember two of them were like, yeah, Friday. Um, I was like, hey, but they were right? still, but they were still like cool when we hung out with them like the night before. They, right, because there was water, there's water boy. There's still Hida Nagahide, you know her. Yeah. Um, and then there's also Hiruma Yuto. He was the one. Uh, he's singing. He's a singer. He's the singer. Yeah, he's the one that likes to sing and like sort of lighten the mood what a little bit. Name? Was he mad, or was he like Hiruma Yuto? Um, and so he was. He wanted Hida Nagahide to accept to the challenge because he thought that would have been the honorable thing to do for all parties involved. That's and true. he's a little bit disappointed that she didn't accept the challenge and he died the way that he did, but he accepts it. Um, he understands that this is what their life is. Mm-hmm. There's also Hiruma Takana, which uh, he was the one yeah, that, that wrestled. Um, yeah, he was the one that Kai. wrestled with Kai Utomo. Uh, you guys managed to talk to him a little bit that night, and he seems he seems resolved. He's he seems probably, resolved with the way things happen. Probably glad that the weakest link is gone. Well, I mean, he's upset about that because you guys are in such short number to begin with that to lose one of you guys is pretty staggering, honestly. Yeah. Um, but for what he said and what he did, he got what he deserved. Sort of how he feels. Okay. 
There's also Kuni Akari, which was the one that Soshi Burozu sparred with. That's Soshi's love interest, right? <laughs> I wouldn't call her a love interest. We flirted a little bit. Yeah, you've embarrassed yourself in front of her a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And then there's just like real life. There's Caillou Daisoto, which Water is boy. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, yeah, is yeah. the Bobby. one that's friends with uh Yoshi. Yeah, that's uh, my homeboy. The I one saved that, his life. Yeah, the one that you saved his life. And at first he didn't like you very much because he thought you were weird <laughs> and he thought you were a dragon, so he doesn't like you. Uh but then he saw you wrestle and he was like, Oh, this guy knows what he's doing and then you saved his life and he's like, Oh, I owe my life to him actually. Mm-hmm. We we uh, send postcards to each other <laughs> in later episodes. Welcome to, welcome to Shadowlands. What, was there anything else you guys wanted to do that night before sleeping or anything? No, I just um, you know pray that yeah. night for you know yeah yeah Kawa and I just want the night to be over. Yeah, can yeah I, seriously, I was. I already did my meditation, but can I do like talk to um, Hiroma Oto? Can I talk to him? Hiroma Yuto? Yuto, yeah, yeah, Yuto. you can talk to him. Can I go talk to him and I just ask him why he wanted? Was it just because it was honorable to duel, or was it more he didn't like? Uh, he day okay and he he tells you that when you're offered a duel like that one samurai to another it's so incredibly disrespectful to not accept the challenge and it's disrespectful to the person issuing the challenge and it's shameful for the person who's being challenged to uh deny it and to see somebody who i respect so much such as hida nagahide refuse a duel like that was um well it was. It was just. Uh, it was sad for me. I say. Well, you could have uh, stepped in as her champion if you really wished for this duel to happen. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna make you make a check along with that. Hell yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> and I'll just like be recalling um, duel law. <laughs> Not to be confused with bird law. <laughs> hey. Nobody jokes about bird law. <laughs> All right. Um, I got two stripe and three successes. And he, you know, actually, he he looks a little bit embarrassed. He, he looks a little bit embarrassed. And he, he says, should. he should. He says, perhaps you're right. Perhaps um, I uh, I could have proven my courage by by uh, asking to become her champion. I, hey, I, I suppose you're right. You got a promotion, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. And he does. He looks a little bit ashamed. He's like, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe I should have done that. I pat him on the back and I say, next time, champ. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully hopefully there isn't a next time for this. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, let's please, no more next times. This was You this could write a song about enough. it. You could write a song about it. <laughs> yeah, this should be good material. Yeah. He's like, y- you're right, you're right. Maybe I'll take this out through song. <laughs> yeah, I'll make up I for it through him. song. He's so cool. <laughs> Right. And I say good night. All right. Me and Waterboy are going to bunk up. God. <laughs> <laughs> Tomo, was there anything you wanted to say? I uh, go look at Hidekawa's decapitated body and disemboweled, I, decapitated body. I, I take out the bottle of sake that I tried to offer him and I pour a glass and I pour it next to his body. I really thought you were going to pour one out for the homie. I thought you were going to pour one out for the homie. Yeah, pour one out for the dead homie. (laughs) That's what I do. I I pour it in the glass and like I pour it by him, you know, giving him his last drink of sake. Hmm. And uh, beautiful. I pour a glass for myself and I I take a shot of sake. Some deep crab culture. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you to gain one honor for that. Oh sweet! Dang. And yeah, then I just go, you know, 
join the rest of my companions and and rest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a somber night. There's no singing from Haruma Yuto. He's too ashamed after what uh, Tagashi Yoshi told him. <laughs> he's too he's too embarrassed now. Um, it's a somber night, and it goes by as peacefully as it possibly can. Um, you guys wake up the next morning, and you're still in the Shadowlands. You're still in the Twilight Mountains. And now you have a <laughs> decapitated body to deal with. To burn. To burn. Are you So you guys are going to burn it then? Let's um, do it. I, I kind of lead the effort with the other crab. I like, you know, bring bring the wood. Bring the untainted wood. And I start to arrange like a funeral pyre. Yeah. Can I light the fire with my flame fist? Please do. Oh, sick. sick. You see the burning red energy come from my dragon tattoo that's wiggling. <laughs> and I just and I flame on, flame on my arm, <laughs> do a little poke, and he starts burning up. We do need to get out of here quick, though. Also, I want to say, waking up in the Shadowlands uh, is sleeping in the Shadowlands is just a miserable, miserable thing to try to do. Um, and you guys are all going to take one additional strife for waking up in the Shadowlands. Yeah, it is checks. the Shadowlands. Does the the landscape look different than it looked? Yeah, the day before it, it, it does in really like subtle minor ways that you can't really put your finger on you know like trees just aren't exactly where you remembered them being the peaks are generally where you thought they were but like you can't quite remember exactly where they were and it just doesn't look right do the the maps that i've been like drawing do they line up now like they're they're, they're a little off. off they're like slightly off they're just like just a little bit off I write like a little asterisk on the map, like Stop landscape drinking. changes every night. Uh, this right. map may not be accurate. Uh, <laughs> that or too much sake, I do not know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but Hidenagehide, she rises and she and she says, you know, we move on. We're moving toward Hiruma Valley, and you guys strike your camp and you move. And um, with a burning body, we must cover us. our tracks too. You do have to cover your tracks, and it might be wise to try. You know, extra hard to cover your tracks now after that fire you've made this morning. Yeah. So, same thing as always, I'm going to need a survival check. Okay, yeah, I finish up the funeral pyre and get the flame going, and then I assist uh, Tagashi one more. or Yoshi with one uh, more D6 okay. from you. With hiding our tracks. So, three successes and two strikes. Right, so you're traveling for a few hours uh, through the Twilight Mountains at the start of your fourth day out in the, in the Shadowlands. And pulling your way through a patch of trees and climbing to the top of a nearby bluff, you catch a glimpse of a long-forgotten valley sleeping amidst the tendrils of the Black Twilight Mountains. The valley floor is covered in the burnt remains of ruined villages, fields which root twisted and hideous fruit grow like a cancer across the scarred earth, strewn with the farmhouses ravaged by centuries of corruption. Deep fissures cut across the land, forming a web of craters and ravines, some spewing pools of smoldering black tar like bleeding wounds that refuse to heal. Sitting atop a low rise amid a flat, foggy plain on the far end of the valley, you can barely glimpse the crumbling ruins of what you think may have once been an imposing fortress, though it is hard to tell in the strange dim sunlight and low shifting clouds of this desecrated valley. Is that daylight castle i ask nagahide and nagahide says that it must be it must be daylight castle and she's looking out at the valley beneath you and she says this 
This is the Valley of the Haruma. And that must be Daylight Castle. And she looks down at the uh, the foggy plain at the foot of the castle. And she says that is the plain of the last stand. Which was where the final battle for Daylight Castle was fought before it was fallen. I can only imagine we'll face much opposition in this valley if it is filled with fallen samurai. Can I see if like anyone's like guarding around it or anyone or if I see any like um creatures or, or is it like totally fog covered? Is the whole valley filled with fog or just around the castle at the other end? Kind of just around the castle. I mean, so the whole place is dimly lit and you mm-hmm. know, it's the shadowlands and it, everything just is is uh uncomfortable to look at here. And uh the whole place is dim, but in particular the field around the castle, um, the plain of the last stand, is 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 especially foggy. But can I still kind of like look or? Sure, you can. Yeah, go ahead and look around. Oh, you have that. You have your keen I have sight. Keen sight, yeah. So what'd you roll? Um, and what what check is this? Tactics. Oh, I do yeah, that. tactics check. Um, I got two successes and then one opportunity, so I get one of rid of um, one of my strifes. So I only get one strife. Okay, so you're looking at uh, the Haruma Valley. And you're looking at Daylight Castle. Looking at it, you can tell that it looks like multiple battles have been fought here. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there was one especially big one a long time ago. But you, looking at it, you, you can tell that there's sort of um, layers of debris on top of it. It looks like, you know, maybe at one point there was a village here. And then the village was destroyed. And then somebody built, you know, like a, a makeshift fort on top of that village and then that was destroyed and somebody else built another barricade on top of that there's there's layers it's and just like cl- slowly close are they all going towards the castle like it looks like they're losing ground every time kind um of? well not quite uh, another thing you notice is it looks like it's probably been a bunch of oh, different spaced out ones yeah a bunch of different spaced out ones over a long period of time so you're kind of getting the idea that maybe this wasn't like like, yeah, there was the big battle that was mm-hmm. fought between the crab and the Shadowlands a long time ago, but there's probably been tons of smaller battles fought here since then. And how long ago was that? It was, was like hundreds it was, of years ago? It was about 400, 400 years ago. 400 years ago, okay. The crab lost Daylight Castle about 400 years ago. Okay. And yeah, so using your tactics, you, you can see where people probably would have made, you know, defensive fortifications along the valley floor, and it's hard to tell you know, to get specific information about the castle from where you're standing now, because it's sort of obscured and it's a long distance away, but you can sort of get a general idea of how people would have tried to defend from the castle from where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. But I don't see any, like, monsters or anything. Uh, You know, you don't. You don't see any, um, you don't see any creatures, you know, currently occupying any of the battlements or the fortresses that have been built, any of the forts. You don't see any roving camps or anything like that. Let's, Let's press on. Yeah, into the fog. It looks does fine it, from here, guys. Does it? Um, how long would it take us to like cross the valley? Can we tell? Like, would it be like is it like a whole day to get to the castle? Uh, you you would be able to get to the castle by the end of today. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's get going. Let's yeah. Do it. Uh, before you set on, you you start moving forward a little bit, and then you notice you look back and you see that the rest of the crab are kind of awestruck, looking at it, and you know Hidenagehide she tells you this is. You know, the crab haven't set foot in this castle on these grounds in hundreds of years. We're the first people to make it through the Twilight Mountains to come here in centuries. This is a pretty, this is a big deal for us. It's a great do honor you, for you guys, dude. Are, you guys should be pumped about this. Yeah, do do we sense like hesitancy from them? A little bit. They're hesitant. They're scared, naturally. 
uh, they're also curious mixed with a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. I say, this is the big leagues boy, and I do a sick air pump fist. <laughs> yeah, I look back at the, other, <laughs> at the other samurai and kind of see that they're like basking in the moment. And I think maybe I was too young to register at first, like how momentous it was. And then I recall like everything I've heard about Daylight Castle in the battle. And I sort of take a moment to reflect and be like, damn, yeah, this is this is fucking crazy. Like I've heard stories about Daylight Castle, heard the history. And now I'm just seeing a broken fortress before me in this like foggy valley. And yeah, I'm starting to feel the pride and the and the fear that that my fellow crab samurai are feeling. Yes, let's let's press onward so that we may return to Spear of the Dawn Watchtower all as heroes. I tell Yuto to sing a cool song. <laughs> he does that. Sick. And he, he starts he starts singing a song. Um how's it go? How's the song? Miles. <laughs> <laughs> I would walk five hundred more to get through Haruma Valley so I can get to Daylight's Castle's door. Da-da-da-da, you know, he starts, <laughs> he starts singing a song conspicuously similar to that one. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a very old song that's been passed down through the generations among the Crab Clan. It's a song called Daylight Rising. And it was written about the Daylight Castle long ago, uh, back when Daylight Castle was uh, sort of considered part of the, the forefront of of the barrier between Rokugan and the Shadowlands, and it's it's a it's a very proud song. It's a song that sort of emphasizes the the power of the crab and their tactical might and the strength of their engineering. Um, and it's a it's a very uh, it's a very proud song. As a dragon, I'm gaining more respect for uh, crab crab culture. It's good to hear. Right. Except for you. So you press. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a kid. <laughs> So you press on, and you climb down out of the mountains and into the hills surrounding the valley. You start moving in, into the uh, the valley floor where you saw all of the ruined, crumbled villages from before, and uh, you're walking through them, and it's just it's it's just eerie, you know, how desolate it is and how destroyed it all is, and and just the uh, the 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 taint of the Shadowlands has really dug in deep here. You know, and it just seems to get worse and worse as you move closer to the castle and towards the, uh, the plane of the last stand. Um, and you finally manage to break through the villages until you get to a um, a wide, flat area that you know must be the plane of the last stand. Walking among the desolate battlefield, you see the remains of fallen samurai and their mounts woven into a violent tapestry of destruction with demonic forces of the Shadowlands. Rusted armor, blood-stained weapons, and grotesque corpses litter the plain as far as the eye can see, while tattered banners bearing the mon of the Crab Clan wave mournfully in the chilling wind. The scent of sweat, blood, and smoke hang oppressively in the air as if the battle had been fought yesterday, and deep fissures cut across the field like mouths swallowing the forsaken dead. At the far end of the plain, rising above the fog, you see the remains of what was once a magnificent castle but today is little more than a shadow of its former glory, a monument to ruin. Damn. At this point, Hiruma Yudo, he, he kind of stops singing, and uh, he, get, he gets quiet, as does everyone of the crab. You know, another aspect of Daylight Castle is it's, it's also kind of seen as, like, 
a blemish on the history mm. of Rokugan, it's sort of a it's a creepy reminder that you know Rokugan can fail. It's a, a monument to failure. It is in a lot of ways. And uh, walking among Last Stand Plain is a very disturbing thing to do. And I'm gonna have you guys all make a meditation check, a TN2 meditation check. Wee. Oh, boy. I got two successes and a strife. Yeah, I got three successes and two strife. Three successes and no strife. Yeah, sounds like you guys all got it. That's good. Right. So you're walking through, and um, you guys are all kind of deeply affected by um, what you're seeing. You know, the uh, the still dead bodies. Does it smell like uh, bothering uh, Burrow's stomach? Is he getting a little <laughs> bubble guts or anything? Yeah, let's hope Burrow's who doesn't make a fool of himself again. I haven't unmasked yet. Are all these bodies like are these like skeletons, or are these like freshly like rotting corpses? Or are they like you know like is like the Shadowlands kind of keeping them like rotting and like? Well, from what you can see and from what you know. It lo- it seriously looks like the battle was happened yesterday. yesterday. That's yeah. That's so fucking, they're like fresh bodies. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's super unnerving. Yeah. Any way we can like investigate it, kind of. Um. Yeah. Of course. Uh, what skill would you like to use? Um. Maybe like theology. I guess. See if I've read this any text about like um undead and. I make a theology check. All right. Three successes. You've heard stories about uh, the powers of the Shadowlands doing really weird things uh, with uh, with the dead. Um, sometimes it it uh, it like can preserve bodies. It takes longer from the decay and shit. Sometimes it's, but again, a lot of the Shadowlands is really kind of unknown, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of what you know about the Shadowlands is really anecdotal. For example you might hear somebody tell a story about this thing happening within the Shadowlands without anybody necessarily there to be able to back it up and claim that it actually happened. It's uh, it's all, a lot of it is just rumors, but this does fit in line with a lot of things you've heard about things that can happen in the Shadowlands. Yeah, I have lived very far away from this area, so I'm not really sure what to believe anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there's something funky going on. We should probably be on highest of alerts another in case any of these bodies another thing reanimate. that you've heard you should another thing that you've heard which again you don't have any real knowledge to back this up but it's just a rumor you've heard is um sometimes bodies don't decay the way they should if their soul had never moved on to the afterlife the way they were supposed to it's almost like the the body can't decay and move on until uh, the, all of it has moved on, including the soul, including uh, the so soul. That's why they kind of burn them. Well, maybe, maybe uh, you're not 100 percent sure about that, but you've heard stories along those lines before. Um, so are we? Are we basically like at the beginning of like a field of corpses? Yeah. Can I use my earth and eyes? Yeah, I was just gonna ask one of you two to see if you could uh, like use my earth and eyes to use your skills to see if there's any like living creatures. Sure. In uh, this mass TN3 of TN three meditation check. And I'll do it in Earth. I would ask the commie, but <laughs> they're not taking calls right now. <laughs> I can't get it. I should be able to get it. Uh, I take it that was a fail. A good yeah, old blank a, dice. Yeah. yeah, I fell. 
I don't sense anything on the floors vibrating of life. Okay. Was there anything else you guys wanted to do? Tomo, can you tell if there's any living, if there's any animated dead living creatures in this mass of, this mass of corpses? Soshi, I have traveled less than you. I'm just like you have never been beyond the wall. So as you guys are walking through the battlefield, moving closer towards the castle. I'm like clutching the chunk of jade that I was given. Yeah. I take it out of my pocket. And oh, like... by the way, I should make a note about that jade. So yeah, you guys were all given a supply of jade and um, it was sort of given to you like uh, on like a like a cord that you could wear around your neck. Oh, okay. I'm just like clutching it like around yeah. my neck, holding it as we like walk through and over these bodies. And it's made sort of like uh, like a necklace. And so like cool. there, there should be uh, like five, we'll call them fingers of jade. There's five fingers of jade on each of your necklaces that, that you're now wearing around your neck. Cool. Um, yeah, and while you do that, you, you you make note of your jade, and you're just sort of looking at it. And you do notice that the jade that you're wearing in general, it just it doesn't look like uh, as vibrant shade of green as it was when you had left Spear of Dawn Watchtower. Okay. But it's still a, a really deep shade of green. Interesting. Yeah. So as you guys are walking through the battlefield toward the castle, amid the devastation, you hear the rattle of metal links. Oh, God. Can I look for it? Use my keen eyes? Sure. Actually, you don't have to make a check for this. I'll just allow you to see it. Uh, Nobody else manages to notice it because it's so foggy here and you guys are kind of distracted. But, Yoshi, with your your keen eyes, Uh you do notice it looks like an old man walking the field and it looks like he's got like uh he's uh you see an old man in beggar's clothes with a walking staff topped with large metal links appear ahead of you and on his back you see a large rough spun sack there's a guy over there sir it's not very safe out here sir (laughs) (laughs) i like grab like what are you doing what there's uh, and he turns around. Old, and, hey, old and, man! Yeah, he turns around and he sees you and he says, "Oh!" And he starts to he starts to move closer to you. Uh-huh. And he's as he's moving closer, he's he's smiling at you. I want to take the Oyumi I was given and like load a bolt into it and just kind of keep it readied in my hands. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna grab my club and walk up to him. Okay. I stay back with the other crab. Are they unless they're yeah, moving okay. up? Uh. Yeah, they're all well. They're they're um they're holding their ground right now because I mean this is peculiar. Yeah, I like ready the Oyumi, and I'm like, have you ever encountered another another human in the Shadowlands that wasn't a crab samurai? There are few, but not many. Yeah, I'm gonna stay back with them and kind of have my Oyumi ready. I look back and I uh I <laughs> knock on my plate armor yes. like dunk dunk dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I got this, guys. (laughs) And yeah, I club in hand, walk up to him, and I just want to kind of like look him up and down, size this guy up, see what he's about. Okay. So he walks towards you guys, and he's he's smiling, and you get a better look at him, and it's a really old man, and he's got this great, like, white mane of hair, sort of like flowing down his back and his shoulders, with this like you know staff top with metal links he's got this giant sack on his back i tell him to drop his sack and open it up oh he says oh yes 
Of course, of course. And he gladly obliges. He opens up his sack, and inside his sack you see an assortment of games. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, Uno. He has just about every game <laughs> you can think of, and many more you've never even heard of. <laughs> Sorry. Trouble? Life? He has hey, the feudal all. Japanese equivalent of all of those. <laughs> Does he have much of the five rings? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Meta! <laughs> we sit down and play L5R Breaks. with him. <laughs> He's actually a Magic the Gathering guy. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you play L5R the card game? Oh, oh the card <laughs> game. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Uh, can I ask him his name? Ah, uh, he says, ah, uh, you may call me the stranger. Stranger. That's and, not ominous. <laughs> and what's your name? Uh, Takashi Yoshi. Ah, it's yeah. very nice I to like meet you. I like these games you have. Uh, what are you doing out here? And he says, I like to study Greek battles. I like to learn history. And there's no better way to learn history than by experiencing it firsthand for yourself. This is the plane of the last stand, and many great battles have been fought. One in particular. I thought I would come here and see it firsthand and learn about it. Do you want to become a part of history? You tell me who you are and what you were doing here right now. How did you manage to get to the Haruma Plain by yourself, an old man, carrying a bag of games? What is your secret? What are your tricks, old man? And he says, Oh, navigating the Shadowlands isn't too difficult when you simply know how to do it. And he gives you a fat smile. And when he does that, you the notice he's got, he's got like, black teeth. teeth. Oh, yeah. Black teeth. I, I'm i going to hit this guy. I don't trust him. You're going to hit him? Yeah, don't hit him. I want to hit him. I'm young. I don't trust this guy. Ew. I'm <laughs> the one up here sizing him up. You guys can't see. He says, please, please, please. I raise my club. I s- command him. I say, you tell me what you are doing here right now. I do not believe you for one moment. If you do not give me the truth, I will kill you. Damn. And he says, here is the truth of it. I like to learn about history. In particular, I study battles. And as I travel, I like to learn about the people that I meet along the way. And I do this through playing games. And he motions toward his sack. And he says, would any of you like to play a game with me? I say, 1v1 me. Would you like to play? And if you lose, I will kill you. Ah, And he says, very interesting. Although, can I suggest my own stakes? All right, let's hear them. Okay, we'll play a game, 1v1. If you win, I'll tell you a secret. He's like, you're going to Daylight Castle, are you not? Of course you are. Why else would you be here? Why would we be here? Why else would you be here? You... We're like, we're like war, studying war, history, and stuff. I'm a distance away, but I but I, I I hear him talking about like history, and I hear him talk about how he's gonna like give up a secret. Yeah. And I immediately put my bow away and like approach. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Scurry though. Very <laughs> very intrigued. He's like, yes, I have secrets, and you're here to see Daylight Castle. I may know of a way to get inside the castle that's uh, safer than the direct approach. If you beat me, I will tell you the secret. However, if I beat you, all I ask for in return 
is your name? Oh man, I already gave him mine. Alright, I agree. I agree with the terms. Wonderful! And he opens up his sack and he says, I'll allow you to choose the game. Can more than one of us play? I already gave him my name though, what the heck? Tomo did say 1v1. I got a 1v1. And he agreed to 1v1. Alright, alright. So no helping or anything? You may be able to help in more subtle ways. Show me your games, and I will choose one that is to my liking. Play soggy biscuit. No, he says, and he shows you his sack, and he opens it up completely, and he says, "Go ahead and choose whichever one you like. Just come up with a name." All right, I uh, reach in. I uh, you can play Magic the Gathering. I see a nice box. It's got this like gold trim. It's like old, kind of brown. Looks pretty ancient, but it's got a little bit of gold trim still on it. Nice. And I, I pull, I open it up, and it's an old deck of cards, and. I challenge him to Texas Hold'em. Rokugan Hold'em. Rokugani Hold'em. This is a favorite of mine. I haven't played in a long time. And, uh, yeah. You guys kind of set up a makeshift sort of table and chairs using, you know, the dead bodies and rocks on the field, I guess. Mm-hmm. We make like a little like uh, announcement booth in the uh, burrow over there above the dead bodies announcing the the, the game <laughs> okay <laughs> and as you guys are setting up your game what do you what do the rest of you do yeah i'm like being courteous i'm like really trying to like get on this on this old man's like good side so i'm like helping him i'm like oh here let me hold your I'll, i can hold your satchel while you're uh you know playing your game i'll make sure oh it's thank safe. you um with the twofold uh, uh, intention of, I want to do a social water check to do the shallow waters technique. Okay. Um, to try to determine uh, a material item or worldly experience that he desires or his ninja. Only got two. Nice. So, yeah, I succeed. I can learn of one material item or worldly experience that he desires. You know that he was telling the truth. Uh, he when he wants, said he just wants a name, that when he said he wants Tomo's name, he was dead set on that, and he was serious about it. He wants his name, and it seems like that's the only thing he wants. Okay. While they're setting up the game, I like whisper to Tomo, Tomo, if you lose, do not give this man your real name. I was not planning on it. I feel he may perform evil maho magic soshi once he knows your name i want you to keep that bolt ready on your oyumi of course and i like step away kind of get the oyumi ready uh, behind my back <laughs> still loaded with the bolt from earlier yoshi what are you doing um i think i'm actually use i'll use one of my passions it's a uh, provocation i could identify a part of sensitivity that I could push upon others and so I'm just like calling this guy out, and I was like, "This guy's a cheat. Look at his teeth." <laughs> Three successes and then two straight. And this was what kind of check was it? It was a social check, uh, just to get a rise out of him, to like rile him up, kind of. Oh, okay. So um, mm-hmm. when you do that, and you mention his teeth, his black, crooked oh, yeah. teeth, he. He kind of looks a little bit surprised, and then he sort of like covers his mouth really quickly. Oh, man. And you've noticed that after you said that, every time he talks, he sort of like hides his mouth a little bit. I feel kind of mean now. 
<laughs> at least I recovered some stride. <laughs> All right. Was there anything else you guys wanted to do, or should we start playing the game a little yeah, bit? Let's play, let's play the game. I'm down to see this. Or is there a way I could give um, squeeze some fake cards and have them <laughs> help? <laughs> Lucky cricket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I just give squee to Tomo. I'm like, may squee bring you good luck during your game. Nice. That's <laughs> Thank you, squee. Okay. You guys begin playing. I deal two cards. Ew. To both myself and the stranger, I lay the flop. Okay. Three cards presented before us. Mm-hmm. And I look to the stranger, and I look at my hand, the two cards, and I see that I already have two pair. <laughs> <laughs> make a make a games check. All right. Using whichever ring you'd like, and explain how that ring incorporates to what you're doing. All right, I'm making a games check with trick. Nice. I'm trying to fucking. You might not have that two pair. I might not have that. <laughs> putting on your putting on your poker face. So I don't even get that. I just got a one success. <laughs> what ring did you use? As uh, my air ring. Okay. So explain. Um, you guys are dealt the hand and explain how you proceed in the game using your air ring. I'm I'm honestly kind of trying to trick him. I'm bluffing. I mean, yeah. Poker is all about bluffing. There you go. I don't have anything in my hand, but I, I look him right. in the eyes. I make him think that I do. Give him that so pop, much pop, is on the line. Face. I need him to fold. But I, I put on my best poker face, and then I, uh, I lay the river, the fourth card. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I can't remember. I think it's the river, and then yeah. fucking what's the last one is uh, the turn. I, I do. I no That's, idea. I yeah. forgot. Texas all is two hand, right? Yeah, or two, two card. cards, and yeah. then yeah, and then it's just regular poker after that. Yeah, uh, you're talking to him a bit, and you're trying to like bluff him out, you know, and you're not getting any rise out of him whatsoever. And uh, you can tell by the way he's moving and just like how cool and confident he is. You just you get the feeling like he's got something good. You can't tell though; he's giving nothing away. Is there anything else you guys wanted to do? I want, I just no, want to see I'm, this play out. Yeah. All right. going on. So you guys, with bated breath, are watching all of this unfold. Then I'm like keeping score. I'm like a scroll. I got like my calligraphy out. I'm just like making little tallies and stuff for. Okay, so you uh, you draw the next card then. All right, the fifth card is on the table. Ooh. Final bets, everyone. Make a make another <laughs> games check. I'm gonna use my fire ring. Mm-hmm. Insight. Some luck. I yeah. need some luck. Oh, I need yeah. something good to happen. You also have a uh, void points if you want to add to it. I oh, I do have one void point. Ooh. Yeah. That lets you add a uh, skill die or a ring die? Ring die. Ring die? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to use my one void point. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I got one bad. success and uh, one opportunity. I'm going to use my opportunity to make a nice poker face. Like, let's see what you got, old man. You're not gonna beat me, you dirty son of Start a bitch. Start thinking of names to make up to sound like your actual name. The final card is revealed, and you guys uh, reveal both of your hands. And he ends up taking like half of the pot that you gambled on. What was his Fuck. name? Half, half, of your, half of your starting pot is already his now. Fuck. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and he says, "Let's play. Let's continue playing." All right. Until until one of us is. Exhausted all of our money. All right, I've, I've got a couple more Koku. I can uh, I can play another round. That's two out of three. Then um, yeah, you're dealt the uh, the next hand. 
go ahead and make your games check. All right. That's two successes, two strife. And I'm beginning to lose my composure. I feel like I'm going to lose this game. Oh, no. This is losing he's, all the money. He's giving up nothing. It's really hard to tell what he's thinking or what he's got while he's playing. Can I do a check of, like, the cards to see if they're, like, any, like, um, I guess, like, magic to him or, like, something? Sure. <laughs> um, I have one success and one strife. They look like ordinary cards. Those are some pretty fancy regular cards, guys. Can can I do the same? I, I wanted to I want to do a skullduggery check to see if he's conning. See if the old man is conning good, huh? him. Okay. Uh, so that would be skullduggery and air. Three successes and a strife to see if he see if the old man is like conning him. So you're watching the game and uh, using your knowledge of skullduggery and sort of your ability to sleuth information out of people and you know you're you're kind of you you peek at his hand. You know, mm-hmm. you get a glimpse of it. And to be truthful, he's just really good at this game. Fuck. He's not cheating. Damn. He just, he knows how to hold them. And he knows how to fold them. You know? <laughs> oh, as, as the old Rokugani saying goes. <laughs> Damn. The Rokugani song. Okay. Uh, and he, he knows how to separate people from their money. He's really good at it. Yuto starts singing that song. <laughs> God damn, this oh, guy really, really knows when to hold them. <laughs> He's Damn. so good at holding them. <laughs> so let's do one more check, yeah? All right. Let's go big money, big it's money. Your, it, this is your final hand. It's a game. And he's uh, he's forced you to go all in on their final mm-hmm. bet. Okay? You piece of shit, black-toothed hey. old son of a whore. <laughs> That's one success. <laughs> one success and, and one opportunity. He takes the last of your money, and he's defeated you. In Rokugani Hold'em. Naturally. And he says, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but it looks like I have won. Now, as per our agreement, I would like your name, you know. Of course. And uh, he pulls out this parchment in his sack, along with um, an ink pot and a quill pen. And he asks you to write your name down next to a long list of other names. And he says, please, oblige me. Dang. As per hand. what we agreed upon, honorable samurai. I I take the quill and I dip it into the ink pot, and I write down Yasuke Hidekawa. Fuck yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> I was really hoping you would say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. He looks at it. He looks That's at you. So sick. And I'm gonna need you to make a performance check using your air ring. This has to be air ring. that is nothing he's looking at you and you're like refusing to make eye contact with him and you're all shifty about it and he's like this isn't your real name is it you're a little smarter than you look you old man but how quick are you and I pull out my club and I'm I'm gonna go and fucking hit this guy I'm going for it I'm I'm gonna swing my club at this guy's dirty gray mane I'm gonna take back all the money he stole from me all right, I'm gonna let you make an attack on him All right. using whichever ring you like, oh um, and we're gonna see. You're gonna be doing this against his vigilance. So if you can beat his vigilance score, you'll get a hit on him. If not, you're gonna miss. All right, I'm gonna use the overwhelm firing, and that's one success, two opportunity. You clumsily draw your weapon and swing it at him, and he easily moves out of 
out of your way and he, you, you completely miss. Fuck. And he says, I thought Rokugani Samurai were supposed to be honorable. Damn. Why would you try to cheat just an old man wanting to play a game? Oh, shit. You didn't hold up your bargain. You didn't give oh, me your shit. name. He starts to laugh like this uncontrollable, maniacal laugh. And his body turns. And he sort of like slouches down onto the ground. And out of his body, these like giant human legs sprout out of him. And he sort oh, of God. he sort of like grows into the sort of body of like a spider using but with like human flesh and like human oh, legs. My God. Oh my <laughs> God. And his head sort of distends from his neck, and he's got this long, elongated, like snake-like neck. And his mouth grows into like this dog, this dog-like jaw, snout. And he's got these long rows of black obsidian teeth. Oh fuck! And uh, from beneath <laughs> his white mane, from beneath his white mane, he grows two small black horns. Oh my god! And you all need to draw uh, roll for initiative now. Jesus! <laughs> we could have just left this guy alone. You honestly could have just walked past him. Yeah, that's how. He wasn't gonna follow you. So that's tactics. Tactics. Tick and ticks. Did he like grow in size? Is he like way bigger than us or something? Or yeah, once he's on all eight of his legs, he's grown to probably twice the size of a normal human. So he's a larger he's a larger silhouette than just an average human. How do all the other crab react in this whole situation? They freak out oh <laughs> and they say it's an oni. Yeah, definitely an oni. Good. All right. So, what's everybody's initiative? So I'm at six. You're at six. Yeah. Four. Oh, and then actually, I had an opportunity too. Mm-hmm. Um, in initiative checks, if you're in the void ring, you can use an opportunity to determine if there's an otherworldly being in the scene. Is this an otherworldly being? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so I only got one, but I'm gonna use the opportunity I rolled and use my tactical assessment skill. And with the air ring, I'm going to choose an enemy in the conflict and learn one of their advantages of your choice. And also, I want to learn one of their physical resistances. Very cool. That is pretty sick. So you you definitely know now that this guy is an Oni. 100% an Oh, shit. Yeah. And from your knowledge of Oni, you know that they, they have something that the crab samurai have collectively called unholy might. And so basically... When they attack in the fire ring, they have advantages to attacking to their roles. Okay. Um, and so you know that these these oni, when they're in their true form like this, they they fight extremely aggressively. Wow. Shit. Um, and then you also know that they have these oni also have really really thick hide, and their their skin actually sort of works like armor a little bit. Oh snap! Uh, and so you know that their their demon hide has a physical resistance of two and a spiritual resistance of two. Okay. You also, about demon hide, know that when you cut into the skin of these oni, you have the potential to damage your weapon. Their, oh, no. their blood is caustic. It comes out like a thick black ichor. Holy shit. And it has the potential to seriously damage your the weapons that you use to wound them. That's not good. Uh, you do know, though, you can use jade to uh, counter the effects of it as long as you can clean the weapon effectively after using it on a noni all right well that's definitely some good knowledge um even though i'm last in initiative (laughs) (laughs) 
The stranger starts first. He's top of the initiative. Oh, great. Oh, great. The stranger. So he says, how dare you betray my trust? And he moves towards you guys, you know, collectively as a group. And he bites out at Haruma Yuto. Yeah, did they all, like, run up and shit? Like, oh, yeah. As soon as you... You guys are all kind of together. Okay. I hope he doesn't kill our boombox. <laughs> A.K.A. Haruma Yuto. <laughs> he bites at Haruma Yuto. Haruma Yuto manages to evade the attack for the most part, but he does nip at his arm just a little bit, cutting at the uh, the uh, kimono he's wearing underneath. And is he is he biting? Is yeah, he, does he have like claws? Nah, and he shit. bit. It's mostly just his body, the legs, and the his head, crazy his, dog the neck. Yeah. snout thing. Okay. Yeah, and he he bit at him, but he manages to dodge the attack without taking too much damage. That's good. Next, it's gonna be Yoshi's turn. Okay, I will use my Kiho ability of freezing the lifeblood. It's an unarmed water check. Three successes, and then two stride. Yeah, so you hit him. Okay, so when I succeed, while the Kiho is active, after a character defends against damage, you inflict an attack action, punch, or kick. Uh, I'll say I'll do a kick. And they suffer immobilized condition unless they choose to receive three fatigue. Yeah, uh, he'll take the immobilization. He'll be immobilized. Yeah, okay. so you, you hit him. And um, and so for damage-wise, I did three damage, right? Three damage, yeah. yeah. Um, Just kick him right in the leg. Trip him. It's a sick, like, judo trip and trip a whole side of the legs. Yeah, so you managed to hit him. He doesn't look too hurt by you kicking his leg, though. Um, immobilized him. But you did immobilize him. You hit him like on the joint, and it makes it. It's like gonna be hard for him to move now. Perfect. It's Bur- uh, yeah. It's Burrow's turn. I have my Oyumi readied, prepared with a bolt, and I clutch the jade necklace that I have around my neck, and I begin saying the invocation for a, a jade strike. I want. I'm trying to suck the power from the jade around my neck and impart it into my crossbow. So I begin channeling this energy and pleading to the gods, to, to the kami, to hear me, even though I know that's not probably going to happen. This is an invocation, right? It's an invocation, yeah. So it's a it's a theology earth check for Jade Strike. Yeah, so I begin channeling Jade Strike, and I'm just going to reserve one opportunity that I rolled. And that's all. I'm I'm reciting I'm reciting my my invocations, clutching the jade necklace I have, and trying to impart power from it into the bolt of my crossbow. When you do that, you you hear a voice inside yourself, kind of coming from you're not really sure where. And it's it's just sort of a whisper, and it says, "You could be stronger." Mm. All right. It's Hida Nagahide's turn. And uh, her and the rest of the crab, they weren't armed yet. So what she's going to do is she's going to reposition herself in the fight. She'll draw her Oyumi. She'll pull out her Oyumi. And you you also moved, bro? Uh, yeah, I mean, how many range was I at originally? You were within two of him. I moved back to three. Okay. Crab, they all do the same thing. They move so that they, they kind of move themselves away from uh, the stranger. And they all draw their Oyumis and prepare to shoot at it. And then, Tomo, it's your turn. All right. Um, how many range bands away am I? You're right, right next to him. Right next to him. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll say you're one. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull out that Caillou Katana that we got. Okay. The, yeah, the weapons we were gifted. And I want to make a swing at this, at this creature 
I think I also want to use the stonewall tactics again. He is immobilized. Yeah. Does that help him at all? So immobilization makes it so... An immobilized character cannot perform movement actions or otherwise reposition themselves during their... No, it's not going to affect him here. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering. Basically what it's going to do is, since he's immobilized, he's going to be drawn into combat with the two of you. Sick. So he's not going to be able to chase after like the rest of the crab. Okay, uh, so I'm going to swing at the Oni, and I'm also going to use my stonewall tactics. Uh, so any additional opportunity I have, I'm going to use that to make it more difficult for the Oni to hit my other companions. So what stance are you in? I'm in the earth stance. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mention that earlier. Okay. Uh, always in the earth stance. Always. I'm a crab. Earth boy. Never not in the earth stance. And I am going to use my ability to re-roll my blank die. You do get that here, yeah. So I got two successes and one opportunity. Okay. Um, so that one opportunity, I'm going to use it to increase the TN of any check the target makes that does not target me by one. So anytime he tries to hit someone else, the TN's up by one. Very good. And so uh, that was it, with your katana, right? Yeah, with my Caillou katana. And so you do you do uh, cut him a little bit, just a, a very slight flesh wound across one of his legs. And you see as you're drawing your sword away, there's like a like a hissing black ichor on the very tip of your blade. All right, well, I, I look at my at sword and I, him. I just wipe the dirt the icker on my on my boot and you know do the best i can to sort of get rid of all of it and just hope it holds out to the end of the battle okay so that's the bottom of initiative so we go back up to the top it's the stranger's turn and he turns to kai Utomo and he says you will pay for what you've done Shit. he snaps back at you with his with his rows of obsidian teeth he hits you for nine damage yeah. Before oh, before armor. Yeah, you got the plate. There. So okay. you got your plate armor. I think that's five physical defense, right? It's five, five physical plate. defense. So he hits you for four damage. Jeez. Ooh. Remember, you guys, we do have the healing, the sacred water, and you guys each have a scroll oh, yeah, of Path of Inner Peace, water, which is like water. a healing spell, too. Yeah. Okay. He did not move, so he loses the immobilized okay. condition. Sure. So he can move again now. Like his leg had fallen asleep and he like kicks it out. I gave him like a really bad Charlie horse and now he's finally <laughs> recuperating. Uh, and it's going to be Burrow's turn again. Okay, so I'm going to try to complete the empowering of my Jade Strike. And I'm going to try to let the bolt off. And hopefully it's imbued with Jade power. So yeah. three successes. I get to... I have two opportunity, one coming from the channeling, uh, and one strife. I use one opportunity to get rid of the strife so I don't unmask. I have three successes, so that's one bonus success, and I use the other opportunity to invoke an additional effect. So I imbue the bolt with jade power. It glows green. I fire it right into center mass of this thing, and it is going to smite and purify it if it is an otherworldly being which does an automatic critical strike on a hit equal to my earth ring plus my oh, bonus successes. Sick. And the additional opportunity will silence this creature uh, so it cannot use Maho techniques. So he's going to try to resist the critical strike. Um, so he's going to make a TN1 fitness check. And then depending on how I roll, it's going to... Does it like just reduce the number? He doesn't, re- doesn't like totally negate it, right? And yeah. the, unless he rolled like four, Unless I roll three, extraordinarily three well. bonus. Okay, gotcha. Mm. Oh my god. Game bad boys. Maybe this wasn't the best idea. He's got a lot of dice. Oh, he rolled three blanks. Yeah. <laughs> he does have 
otherworldly might, though, which allows uh, you to re-roll two of them. No! Not no. Not fair. So it looks um, like you got... He'll take a strife. He did pass it, though. So you got two bonus successes? And so he's, with two bonus successes. So it's still a crit of two? It's a... Yeah. Severity of two? So he goes down to a severity of one. What's the severity of one critical strike? Close call. The hit slices... <laughs> oh, damn it. The hit slices the character's hair or clothes, but oh. fails to draw blood. Uh, if the character's wearing armor, the armor gains the damage quality. Damn. So at least their armor is damaged. Well, they're not Does wearing he have it, armor, huh? Yeah. He's got demon hide, like which is his entire body, uh, so it doesn't really All right, well, he's silenced for the Maho techniques. I guess that... You shoot. That works. Yeah. You cool. shoot your jade bolt, and he sees it coming and manages to move himself out of the way, singeing a lot of the hair off of his body. By the way, when you shot your jade bolt, you you heard another voice within you, saying, "Greatness could be yours." <laughs> Ooh, tempting. Tell me more, Yoshi. I'll go ahead and have you go next. I'll just right. have Hida and the rest of the crab kind of go as the same at the same time. Um, I'm gonna use my passion to um, this provocation just to be like. You're so ugly, and um, you don't even want to be back in the realm of the Oni. They don't want you there. That's why you're here. You mean Jigoku? Jigoku, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So three successes, and then two strife. Yeah, I just be mean to him and um, recover three strife out of it. He's silenced, so he can't mm-hmm. really reply, but um, he, he kind of seems unfazed. It hurts his feelings. Oh, it doesn't hurt his feelings? I mean... I say more stuff about his really gross teeth. <laughs> Your teeth are gross. Yeah, I don't know if he seems too bothered by it. Have you ever heard of a dental dam? Probably hasn't. Uh, it, it doesn't have anything to do with teeth. Um, alright. Well, <laughs> alright, well, I just recovered some stripe a little bit at least. Okay. Uh, Hida and the rest of the crab, they've all moved away and they sort of collectively shoot their bolts at him. Um, they've all loaded up their Oyumi and they're gonna basically just fire a volley at him. couple of them missed, a couple of them um, managed to hit him pretty solidly, um, and he's, you know, a couple of those bolts managed to actually stick in him, and he's kind of crying out in pain. He seemed, it seemed like that attack was pretty effective against him. You can get, you can kind of guess that he would not be able to survive another one of those types of barrages. Oh, nice, hell yeah. And he's silenced? And he's silenced, yeah. So, next, it's gonna be... Kai, right? Okay. It's Tomo's turn, yeah. Sure. Alright, I'm going to... I'm gonna take another swing at him with my fucking already bloodied katana. Three successes and one strife. So I hit him for five. Yeah, and you you cut him the same sort of way. He's trying to fend off your attacks, um, sort of dodging away from you, and um, he can only do so much. And you do manage to get sort of like small cuts onto one of his legs, spewing more of that black ichor onto your sword. I wipe that black ichor in the hair of a <laughs> dead body so it's it's the stranger's turn um and so it kind of looks like it's yoshi and tomo kind of at the feet of this thing mm-hmm. trying to fight it off in one-on-one combat while the rest of the party shoots it from a distance with crossbow bolts um so it's gonna be the stranger's turn again and this time he's gonna bite at yoshi what stance are you in uh, i was in fire Killed me. Yeah, he bites at you for nine damage as well. Alright. So the Ashigaru does takes away three, so six? Yeah. He hits you for six. That's a lot. Oh, yeah, he's, he leans into you and snaps at you with his dog like jaw. And 
managed to just barely get out of the way, ducking under his attack using like half of your strength just to get away from him. With that, he's also going to move kind of toward the rest of the crab samurai. Am I with them? So is he moving closer to me as well? Yeah. I'm fine being with them. I mean, I feel like he would be right there. I'd prefer it. Yeah, he's moving towards you. Okay. Also. So he's within two now? He's so. within he's within two of you, yeah. And he has this really long neck that gives him a, like a reach attack. Cool. Uh, so it's going to be your turn, Burrow. I drop my Oyumi, and I pull out my Kaiyu Katana, and against my better judgment, I run in there and try to get... The, oh, I switched to Void Stance also. Um, it's going to be an action to draw your weapon. Is it an action to reload the crossbow? Yes, it is. Fuck. I'll, I'll still do that. Go to Void Stance... And draw my katana. I guess I'll just move up to him. Like I'm, I'm run up to him to attack him. Okay. Can't do it this turn, unfortunately. But draw the Caillou blade and step forward to join my companions, Tomo and Yoshi. Okay, Yoshi, it's gonna be your turn again. Well, as he runs by me, I um, flaming fist him. Okay. Come on, baby. I got one success, one opportunity. I didn't hit him. The the flames just kind of tuckered out at the end, and um, <laughs> this didn't have it in me. I was like, I never want to punch a man from behind, even if it's a crazy even if eight-legged a- freak. <laughs> crazy eight-legged spider demon. All right. Um, Hida and the rest of the crab continue to sort of back... The onslaught. Yeah, they're, they're, they continue to sort of backpedal away from it to keep them... Um, out of range of his attacks and they reload their Oyumi and then it's going to be Tomo's turn finish him alright um, yeah I'm just going to make another swing on him with my uh, katana five successes and nice but I also got five strife which would unmask me so yeah that's uh, seven damage on the Oni you cut him again another this time a little bit deeper of a gash on one of his legs He's still not completely, you know, upset by it, but you can tell that the wounds, you know, between the wounds that you've put on him, Yoshi, and the bolts from the crossbows of the uh, crab, he's looking pretty bad. Yeah, hey, Burrow didn't do anything. I hit him once too. And, and yeah, and Burrow hit him once too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> jade. That jade, jade, that jade bolt. That was cool, that jade strike bolt. All right, and, uh, yeah, that's the end of my turn. So back at the initiative order, it's going to be the stranger's turn again. He's going to continue pursuing the crab samurai. Is he still silenced, or is that wear off? That wear off. He's pursuing the crab, and he crawls towards them, and he says, You will pay for what you've done. He bites out again at, this time, Haruma Takana. He lashes out at him, and he gets a critical hit on him. Haruma! He's definitely got some worries. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no passing craze. (laughs) He's going to attempt to uh, negate some of this damage with his fitness check. He manages to get out of the way of the attack a little bit. Yeah! The stranger lashes out at Haruma Takana, landing a maiming blow. Oh no! no. Haruma Takana is gravely hurt by the attack and might never fully recover from this one strike. No! The stranger lashes out at him and bites his left arm completely off. Oh my god. I hope he wasn't a lefty. (laughs) (laughs) He is screaming in agony. And he now has the 
lost arm disadvantage, <laughs> as well as bleeding and the uh, severe wound disadvantage. Yikes. Guys, I'm sorry. I should have rolled a little better in that, <laughs> that poker same, game. Same. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just not hit him. Uh, you should have known when to fold them, man. <laughs> maybe I should have gave him my real name. Haruma! <laughs> the stranger bites his arm completely off. And you notice also the wound that it left behind uh, doesn't look like the average type of wound you would receive here. It's it's sort of like it's like festering. And you can see like the uh, the black ichor type blood that is in the oni sort of looks like it got on his arm as well like on the on his shoulder where the arm used to be and like the, the ichor on it is is sort of like f- festering and like bubbling over doesn't look good yeah <laughs> i don't know he's gonna make it boys uh and with the force of the blow he he falls on the ground screaming in pain mm. oh man i don't blame him burrow it's your turn i feel bad i really want to help takana but we need to put down this oni I run up behind him and try to stab him with my katana right in his, right in his ass. <laughs> stab him right in the ass. Yeah, uh, stab him. Still in the void ring. Void stance. Three successes and an opportunity. Uh, use the opportunity to stab him right in his butthole with precision. Surgical precision. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stab him with the katana. Wait, is there a butthole between each set of two legs? Yeah, yeah. How, how many buttholes does this thing have? Oh, and no. which one looks like it would be most affected by a uh, by a katana stab? This... I want to stab the primary butthole. Well, <laughs> it's not going to be shitting straight for weeks. Also, the more important question is if if he has a butthole, he must also have a taint. <laughs> uh-huh. It's true. All right, I stab him. I stab him precisely in the butthole. For, oh my God. <laughs> for, for uh, it'd be five five damage. You drive your katana into this thing's asshole. Yes, right thank you. <laughs> and you pull it out, and it's covered in this thick black ichor. <laughs> and uh, it used pretty much the rest of its energy to try to mitigate the damage as much as possible. Uh, the stranger is now incapacitated. Yes, a good old capacitating butthole strike. <laughs> I stab him and then I uh, take a few steps back. Right. Or I take a few steps towards Takana. Okay. Who's now writhing in agony. Writhing in agony on the ground. Missing an arm. Takana, don't worry. I can I can fix this. I can help you. I can ease your pain. Just 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 uh, give me a moment. Okay. Like shuffling, like p- trying to put my katana away. And, we'll like, sew it up. It'll be good as new. And like grab my satchel bag. I'm like I'm like super close to uh, unmasking and shit too. So I'm just like stuttering, like oh, don't don't worry. I'm, let me just. I have a scroll in here that has, uh, has some very encouraging words. Just uh, uh, just give me a second. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, so it's Yoshi. It's gonna be your turn. All right. So he's incapacitated. He's incapacitated. Uh, so that basically means uh, any attack he takes now is gonna be a critical hit. All right. I just flaming fist is dumb. Right. So when you hit him that last time. He used the, basically the rest of his energy to just try to get away and, and mitigate it as much, as much of the damage as possible. And now he's kind of fallen on the floor, slumped on his legs, not standing up like properly. Writhing around, like legs are just kind of like skittering around. Crap. Cool. All right, I got one success and two opportunity. Does, does, that, it, does his TN go down or anything like that? Because no, he's incapacitated? Probably not. No, it does because oh, he, it does? Can't, he, he, well, he can't defend himself. All right, um, sick. So basically, you just do you just do a critical strike on that guy. All right, but it's not but flaming though. It's just a regular punch right to his head. Okay, so you're going to do a critical strike on him. So what's the deadliness of your fist? 
Uh, it is one. Wait, no, two. Uh, you hit him really <laughs> hard right in the face, and you knock some of his teeth out. Concussion. Ew! Yeah, some of his black obsidian teeth. Those teeth were already going to fall out anyways. <laughs> I don't really even feel like I hit him hey, that pick hard. pick those up. Those are cool, though. Those are tight. You can make, like, a cool, like, shark tooth necklace out of it. So you can have your obsidian necklace next to your jade necklace? Ooh. Yeah. All right, so next it's going to be... I say punch him in the head again. It's going to be Hidenagihide and the rest of the crab. Uh, this time they've already had their crossbows loaded up. They The thing is slumped up on all eight of its legs in the ground, trying to collect its energy to pick itself up and move away. Uh, but as it is, it's just sort of writhing on the floor. And the rest of the crab just open up and lay into it with a flurry of bolts and eviscerates it. Oh, hell yeah. It lets out one final cry of agony until it lays its head down and shuts its eyes. Fuck yeah. Good. And I turn to the my crab samurai companions. I say, brothers and sisters. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I rush to, to, you know. I'm, to Kana. To, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting all my shit together to heal him. Um, yeah, I want to do the uh, path to inner peace technique on him to try to alleviate his bleeding and men, uh, regain some health. That's a theology water check. Can you give him some of your water? What'd you roll? I rolled one opportunity, basically, because I don't want to keep the strife. <laughs> So I don't think I heal him. I don't think I heal his fatigue, but I can remove the bleeding condition from him with my one opportunity. That's good. So I, I finally find my path to inner peace scroll in my satchel. I'm fumbling around with it and I recite uh, the healing words and uh, the bleeding from his, his stump, his left arm stump begins to stop. Okay. So you cure him of the bleeding. He still has the severely wounded trait and he still has lost his arm, as well as this strange black wound that's starting to fester on top of his shoulder. Um, I want to start cleaning the blades and his arm with the jade that I have. Okay, so uh, what else do you guys want to do? Who, who, who's going to do uh, an action next? I want to start the... Uh, I want to start cleaning my blade, so I don't know if that requires that I grind up one of my fingers of jade. Yeah. Um, you would know how to do this. So what what it is is you you grind up your one of your fingers of jade and you crush it into like a fine powder and you mix it with oil and then you use the oil to clean the blade. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna do that and I guess get rid of one of my my fingers. Yeah. Um. So each of you are gonna have five fingers of jade. Right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna do the same for my blade and for his and try to use whatever I have left over to try to wipe away the ichor from his bloody stump. Yeah, okay. maybe we could use that jade to clean him off. He's uh yeah, he's screaming in pain still. He's 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 in pretty bad shape. I give him uh, a sip from the of the of the sacred water as well. Okay. He's going to remove some of his fatigue. I can't really do anything about the severely wounded though. I can't like reattach his arm or nothing. Yeah, so technically he had four wounds. Uh, you you cured him of bleeding, so he really has like three wounds left. Severely wounded, lost arm, and then this other unaddressed issue. Um, what issue? Unjust. That that black festering black. sore oh, okay. is is actually a separate thing. Um, Does the jade not cure that? You can you can try. I mean, yeah, that's what I was just cleaning the cleaning my blade, and then and you're also going to try to. I also want to use whatever if I can still use 
if I, if okay. I made enough of the oil to like wipe away the stuff on his arm. As okay, well. so um, let's let's do this one at a time. So you're gonna use your jade to try to clean your sword, right? Um, yeah, I used my jade to clean my sword, so I'm. Done. So it's 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 gonna be a check. You're gonna have to check oh. because it's it's not. Yeah, it's it's not as simple as you you think it would be. In oh, order to actually shit. thoroughly clean the blade, okay, it, it actually takes some skill. Okay, uh, so what kind of check is that? So it's gonna be a smithing check. Oh, you should be able to know that. Yeah, I actually uh, am pretty dang good at smithing. And this is gonna be upkeep, so you're gonna have to use your earth ring. Perfect. Uh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. Three successes and three strife. Okay, good. You manage to grind up the jade into your oil, and you clean your blade. Uh, removing all of the black ichor from it and preventing any serious damage from setting it on the blade. All right, nice. Uh, and I attempt to do the same thing, and I see that Tomo did like really well with cleaning his blade, and I uh, ask him for help. Yeah, can I assist him? You can assist him, yeah. I just got one success. Leaves so that opportunity to get rid of that strife. As you're cleaning the blade and you're using the uh, the oil that you prepared with the jade, you know you're trying your best to clean it. And it really is not as simple as you would think it would be. You think you just wash it over, but it doesn't really quite work that way. There's actually a pretty involved process with it. And Kaiu Tomo is trying to offer you pointers, and he's trying to show you the best way to do it. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, you did not manage to clean the ichor off of the blade, and the Kaiu sword now has the damaged quality. It's going to require somebody of great skill to actually repair the blade to what it was. And you're not going to be able to get it out here in the Shadowlands. You're going to have to go to a smith. We still have our normal katanas too, right? That we had it before. You do. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm you pretty threw sure you yours threw yours on the ground. On the oh, yeah, you, did. <laughs> you made a pretty <laughs> big deal about that. Yeah, actually. that was hell funny. Yeah, you just threw yours. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you specifically threw yours on the ground. Arrogance has come to bite me in the ass. You still got a club that I have to conjure every time. You don't have just a normal club? Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, they you did, do have they, a club. They did give us a club. Uh, Yasuke Ipe would have given you all clubs with your standard kit. So, um, if a weapon or tool becomes damaged, increase the target number of checks to use it by one. Damn. Dang. So, since I was only hitting with, like, strikes and stuff, do I get any of that? Or is it my character at least kind of avoid the you, blood? You only touched the flesh of the Oni. Yeah, I only struck him. Yeah, and you didn't actually draw blood. Yeah, it's more bludgeoning. Um, yeah, so you can see Sub your tier. fists. You know, your fists. You you can definitely see that you've been hitting something with it, but it doesn't look like you have any of the ichor on it, and it doesn't look mm. like you need to wash your hands. Cool. If you had drawn blood, though, it would be a problem, definitely. Okay. And then how about using this concoction to heal uh, Takana's stump, the ichor-covered stump? You probably um, use a whole nother jade because you fucked up so bad. <laughs> does, does he have jade? I mean, I'll just take one of his jades. Yeah, so he does have jade. He also has. Uh, you, you each have five basically fingers of jade around your neck. Um, he actually has four left. Okay. And so if you take one off, you'll have three left. Like okay. he used one earlier. So uh, from. Yeah. So uh, trip before you each had five. Well, you don't actually know exactly what happened. You each had five around your neck, and you know that now he only has four. Mm. Well, so we should use one of his. Yeah. Who is it? Haruma. Haruma Takana. Maybe he used it after that drowned fight with the corpse. I don't know. So that's what I'm gonna. You ask think. him later when he's like yeah. capacitated. Tomo, <laughs> you seem to be better working with the jade. Maybe you should be the one to uh, to craft the uh, the tincture. Yes, I do have a decent medicine skill as well. This would be. Um, yeah, you can make a medicine check for this. All right. 
Oh, can I aid? I'll aid him. I have, I a, aid you I have a skill too. in that. I have a skill in medicine too. I like. So. I want like him to create the thing, and then I can help like apply it. Since I obviously don't have to make a freaking jade oil. I say no. You gotta stab it there. <laughs> okay. Um. So roll these bad boys. Oh hell yeah! Hell I yeah. got uh, four successes and an opportunity to try and heal the festering wound, the unjust wound. So. You're tending to his wound, and you're trying to heal this this festering sore on it. Uh, and you do manage to remove the severely wounded quality on him. You do manage to heal him that much, which is a good thing. How it, and you're trying your best to clean this uh, the black acre off of his skin that has now set in to the wound. And you're trying your best, but you're realizing that you're not really doing much to clean it out. Oh, damn, and it's already like infecting him. It, it's already infecting him. And Hidenagihide speaks up and she says, "We've seen wounds like this before. They're inflicted by Oni, and they require serious knowledge to be able to clean. We're not going to be able to do that out here." What do you suggest we do, Nagahide? Can we like send someone with them to go get it done? We can't. We can't yeah, sacrifice we, any people. We're four we days into the shadow. Nobody will now. make it back alive. Uh, yeah, Nobody will make it back alive out. alone. Yeah. That old man could have helped him. So oh, <laughs> she, ex- she explains that he has what's called a demon wound. And uh, he's he now has the uh, the demon wound adversity. Um, which you'll find out about as time goes on. But it's going to count as an adversity towards him. So he gained the lost arm adversity as well as the demon wound adversity. Um, can I, I do like a culture check to understand what the demon wound is like have i heard of, ever heard of like demon wound and what this will have to be a theology check theology, you can make a theology uh, check. i'm better with theology anyways i'll help i'll help you with it you have theology too yeah all right cool. you and i are bouncing ideas uh-huh. back and forth um <laughs> yeah let's do recall just like trying to figure out what we got Three successes, uh, and then one reaction. Or not reaction, um, opportunity. And I'm just like, oh, demon wounds. I haven't heard of that before. Oh, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, you know. You know, Burrow, but, you know, you yeah, heard about it. Talking so, to the gods all the time. They tell me all about these kinds of things. <laughs> it's bad stuff. Right. With your, with your check, what you would know uh-huh. is that uh, demon wounds are caused by attacks from Onis. And what they do is, uh, they don't, they don't actually make the the victim succumb to the taint. They're not tainted individuals. Mm-hmm. However, it uh, it does have a, a pretty negative impact on them. Mostly, what it does is it it makes the person suffer from horrible nightmares. Oh man, Vi- uh, you know, visions of horrible things from jigoku pee your bed all the time well it kind of looks like you're going to be on watch pretty much every night <laughs> <laughs> i tell i tell that to yoshi yeah. i'm just like what does happen beyond watch it's he doesn't you know yeah. you're gonna tell that to the guy who just no no, no i tell it to yoshi okay, like because okay. we're, we're discussing the whole demon wound thing mm-hmm. and i'm just yeah, like we're talking about it. it's all right you know if, if that's the case we'll just have him you know keep watch most nights we won't let him he won't get too much sleep it's, don't you know, let him sleep we just won't let him sleep all right that's cool <laughs> I tell him I wet the bed as well, so it comforts him when he has a very bad night terrors. <laughs> it also has strange side effects, also. Sounds terrifying. That haven't all, you know, properly been collected and recorded, but it oftentimes make people shriek out in pain just from being close to an oni. So it's like a little alarm. Yeah, it's like a, a little. Uh, this might be useful. 
<laughs> yeah, our, look our, on the bright side. Our only sensor, yeah. We definitely don't want to send him away now. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good. Between your guys' medicine checks, you did manage to bandage him up pretty well. He's not bleeding, and it doesn't look like he's going to die from this wound. Uh, however, there's no way you're going to be able to reattach the arm, and he's suffering from the demon wound, and it's going to take a lot to cleanse him of that. Like, well, good thing you're not a lefty, and I say, well, let's keep going on, you know? <laughs> you got the right arm, and you're, you're looking right, you know? Um, I tell, like, the other crab samurai, I'm like, look after him. He's He is definitely going to be torn up after all that's happened. Please. Please be courteous and, and kind to him. Right, and so the rest of the crab obviously are doing their best to like help him up and like they just all start being dicks for some reason. <laughs> like what? Oh, of course they're gonna be nice. I just mean that like you know like like we're 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 gonna focus on you know getting us through this mission like but we we can't be burdened with like, making like, sure oh, this guy is okay. Like, we've done we've done everything that we can. Please just like make him feel at ease. Yeah, you guys are his family and. Yeah. Wait, this is our like our singer guy too, right? No, no, no. This oh, was not you too. This was just the uh, uh, he was like the one that was all like brazen about oh, um, killing Hidekawa. Hiruma. Hiruma Takana. Takana. Yeah, the wrestler. Oh, okay. Hiruma Yudo is the singer. He's not going to be uh, wrestling um, anytime soon. No, those days are past him. Now. One, oh no, wait. There might be a thing for it. Maybe one he'll less like... person that can suplex me. The rest of the crab are obviously tending to his wound and helping him up, giving him water, trying to like get him comfortable. You know. Uh, you still have a little ways to Daylight Castle, so you guys are kind of just figuring out what you want to do now with this guy who's pretty badly wounded, you know? Can we, like, make a base somewhere close? Is there... Or would that be oh. dangerous? I ask, uh, Well, now that you Hade, know... That, yeah. You ask what does she Nage- think about making a base for you, the wounded? You ask Hida Nagahide about that, and she does not advise that now that she Doesn't knows... Approve. Now that you guys know that there's just straight Oni hanging I, out here. I trust her. who knows her, what else. So... I agree with her as well. I asked Takana. I, I say, let, let me let me ease some of your burdens. I, I can carry your your katana, and <laughs> I can you won't you won't be able to wield this <laughs> for the foreseeable future anyway. If you yeah. would like to trade, yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm back to a normal katana, not a Caillou right. katana, which the Caillou was just one deadliness higher, right? Yeah. Okay. I swap out for a non damaged katana. <laughs> You guys proceed. We proceed. Yeah, we proceed. We're not, we can't stay here. We can't stay here. No, you cannot. Can we like inspect that uh, uh, Oni's body for any like a maybe like a clue to fix the deadly disease that's coming out of his blood or anything like that? You're not going to find anything like that on his body. You can investigate his rough sack if yeah, you want. Yeah, maybe yeah, any other like interesting games. All right. I find the Pokemon cards and I take them and to myself. <laughs> the, the the holographic Charizard. Yeah, yeah, I got like two holographic Charizards now. You're looking through his stuff <laughs> and you see tons of games. Uh, ones you're familiar with, some you've never seen before. Uh, some are in good condition, some are in bad condition. The only thing that really sticks out to you, you find this list. Yeah, was, that's what I was just going to ask about. Oh, yeah, all the names, huh? Yeah, you find this list of names, and it's this long parchment that goes on like seemingly forever with tons of different names on it. I want to ask uh, Hade if she recognizes any of the names, or yeah, I wanna, if like I do. I want to study it. I feel like it, Hade would probably know the names more than anyone else. Yeah, sure. So all of you guys are sort of studying it and looking, at, looking it over, and... 
you you find names from basically all of the great families across Rokugan, from all of the great clans, um, and there aren't any in particular that stick out. Um, however, uh, you're reading through it, and she does she does find one that uh, right. sticks out to her a little bit, um, and it's a it's it's one of the the Hida. It's somebody by a name of Hida. And she says, actually, I I knew that person. Um, that Hida, they came back once from ranging in the Shadowlands, and it was like they had forgotten who they were. They were stationed mm-hmm. at Spear of Dawn Watchtower, and when they came back, they, they physically functioned just fine, but they forgot everything about themselves it's like they couldn't it's like they didn't know who they were at all do they know like a shell of a not person. at all like a little even, bit not even like even their name like they kind of didn't even know they that. didn't even know their name oh okay maybe the stranger when he said he wanted your name he literally claims your identity as his own he wanted my name he wanted you uh. what makes you you tomo you are lucky yeah yeah well, Takana's like, yeah, just give my arm for it instead. <laughs> um, I wanna, I wanna keep the list of names, roll it up, and put it in a okay, a scroll case, stick it in my satchel. Okay. I get like the coolest games out. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, right, that's that's about it. There. Uh, are you guys gonna proceed towards the castle now? Yeah, let's keep mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, what was up with that? that staff he had with the chains on top uh you look it over it doesn't look like there's anything it, it you it resembles what uh a lot of old men would use as just like a walking staff hmm. it's common across rokugan okay yeah yeah, uh, yeah keep, then we should moving. press onward and look for a safe place a relatively safe place to try to recover because i was i'm feeling mentally exhausted yeah i well I know. pat Haruma on the arm. I'm like, oh, my bad, wrong arm. I am <laughs> heavily compromised. Uh, if you guys feel, you know, you could try to, um, you could try to camp out here in the plane of the last stand. If you guys are feeling like that's the right thing to do, actually, I I can attempt to uh, create a barrier around a uh, around a campsite uh, to prevent. Uh, otherworldly beings from being able to enter if we want to try to rest here for the night i can't guarantee that the kami will answer my prayers or that i will succeed but it's worth a try then we could rest here without impotent yeah i think that would be worth trying okay then i uh what time of day is it i start preparing uh it's afternoon afternoon i uh start preparing the uh threshold barrier ritual does it take long, or can we like travel a little, at least a little bit more? I could travel a little bit more. It doesn't travel until it like gets dark or something. If you guys want, you know that you could reach the castle by dark. Okay, it's not that far. Let's just try away. to rest here because yeah, yeah. everyone needs some some a, a break. So yeah. I'm gonna attempt to barricade our camp essentially with you know spiritual energy. So theology, I think void. I'll I think the void in, ring was. I can to, assist you in theology. I think the void ring was to protect against otherworldly. Yeah, that would be it. Take my noems. Awesome. Nice. I succeed. I got four successes and two opportunity, which is going to allow me to seal an area equal in range to my bonus successes uh, from otherworldly beings. So I got two bonus successes. So I do, yeah, I guess like a range of two. 
So we have to very kind of, small. We have to huddle together. Uh, yeah, that's a really tight. Uh, but you know, I, we we probably can't rest for the whole night this way. But we're all huddled together. I like draw this circle around us and uh, establish the spiritual barrier uh, to prevent otherworldly beings from. Waterboy uh, and I are back to back. While we try to just gain some respite for at least a moment. Was this an invocation? Hours. It's a ritual. It's a ritual. You guys. Okay, you can do that. And specifically how it works is it's if a creature of the type that I'm blocking against tries to enter it, they have to make a TN3 meditation void check to be able to go through it. Okay, so this is what happens. You guys can hang out there for a little while. You set your stuff down and you make a really short sort of camp to just relax for a little bit and catch your breath. So this is the end of the scene. You guys can all, you know, go down to half. Go down to half for all of your strife and fatigue and whatnot. Uh, As you guys are laying there, Haruma Takana does not look good. He doesn't look good at all. He's not bleeding anymore, but man, you're trying to talk to him and, and he just keeps like slipping in and out of consciousness basically from the shock of what happened as well as all the blood that he lost. And um, Just rest, Takana. It's fine. You know he's going to... It's going to require him a lot of rest in order to get over just the shock of everything that happened. And, you know, Hidenagahide is looking at him and she confides in you guys a little bit, and she says, "I'm not sure how far he's going to make it with this." Can I um, kind of assist her in um, a social check for? I guess it would be courtesy, and just kind of be like, you know, or like command like her soldier to keep moving onward, like and sing. There's going to be better days. So. You're, you're gonna tell her she should make she could com- she should command him and you're gonna aid yeah him. well we should yeah, al- yeah. we should also bring up the fact that like we we know that you know he'll be able to sense oni and stuff mm. like that and like that could be a valuable like a valuable tool as we go on if he's conscious mm-hmm. oh yeah i guess that's true i mean he's got a serious Sorry, serious wound and this is no place for him <laughs> to be able to mend himself out here in the shadowlands in these these fields of the dead but she would listen he would listen to his you know, top officer, and kind of like he's conscious. I tell her to catch her at a conscious point. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just want to say you, you sort of camp out here mm-hmm. on the field, right? Yeah, here. that seems fair. Seems a good place to camp out. Unless I could like um, incite him to like have a little bit more vigor and just wanting to go on somehow. Dude, you're talking to him, and he's like fading yeah. in out of consciousness. Uh, okay. He's like not even aware. Keep, like smacking him on the face and just does does nothing. Yeah. And he just keeps <laughs> passing out. Should we just wait wait till the morning and see? Yeah. So how he does? Yeah. So um, you're kind of judging him, and you're looking at his wound, and you're you're sort of trying to figure out like how far you're gonna go with it, and you you just think that you're not gonna make it any more further for the rest of the day, and that you guys should probably just camp out here for the night, right here on the plane of the last stand. I hope this barrier holds. As do I. So you guys are starting to make camp and set everything up to you know check in for the night trying to do your best to make sure you don't get a, you know attacked by any more Oni or whatever else might be out here. And um, you guys all you all go to sleep for the night. You all actually have a, a strange experience that night. Or a dream? Uh, you guys, you're asleep, and you become aware. You become conscious in your dream. And it's strange, because it seems like you guys are all sort of sharing the same dream that you're having together. You're all sitting at a uh, like at a tea ceremony within what looks like a temple with bright 
white light shining all the way around it. And sitting across from you is a woman dressed in pale green and pink robes. And she says, ah, you're awake. I've been waiting for you. You've been sent to me. Yeah. And that's going to be the end of this session. Oh, my God. Wait. Pale green and pink. What what color is it? That's Mantis? Maybe? I feel like this is some sort of celestial. It sounds like it's just some sort of celestial being. We're in some sort of like dream realm. Mm, uh, for that. That's all speculation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll find out say, yeah. in the next Mexican episode. <laughs> oh man, damn, that's freaking dark, dude. I'm glad one of us didn't lose an arm or, or you know yeah, something worse. Yeah, that would worse. suck. <laughs> that would yeah, super I'm glad suck. I didn't lose my identity. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. All right, all right. So that eps- uh, wraps up uh, episode three of Podcast of the Five Rings. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out our website, podcastofthefiverings.com, for show notes and links to more content relating to this episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and pretty much every other streaming service that you uh, listen to your podcasts on. Leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, you can tweet at us at pot5r. Uh, follow us on Instagram at podcast of the five rings. Um, you can check out and contribute to our subreddit, r slash pot5r. We also just started a Discord server that is kind of popping. Kind of popping. Kind of popping. You can hop in there to chat with us or other fans of the show uh discuss you know episode questions and just kind of share cool content um it's a good time um shout out to brandon spain for doing a lot of the music for uh this week's episode shout out to dylan munoz again for doing our sick cover art for the podcast um do you have anybody else to shout out any other supporters i got a thing we could do um probably not this one but people start um retweeting us i think i will give a giveaway of dice that i've been making Ooh, that's oh that's a good idea yeah, yeah, yeah right. we should do a giveaway awesome um, probably if not you, this episode but i mean you know we are going some... to arrange a giveaway of some custom dice that we'll give you more details that, next that tagashi yoshi uh, is going to be making um if you want to hear all the details for that i highly suggest hopping in the discord server or subscribing to our subreddit for more info on that in the uh, week to come the dice are sick. We already posted a few pictures if you want to hop in there and uh, check them out. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's it. Anyone else have anything to say? Thank you for listening. I had yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. Super fun episode. Thank you for GMing, Birdine. Mm-hmm. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Thank you for everybody for uh, playing today. I get, uh, I get to expose you all to my nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and give everybody else nightmares. I'm sure, I, I mean, I, I enjoy it. I hope everybody else enjoys uh, being plagued by horrific nightmares. I don't know if I'll be able to sleep tonight. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucked up. All right, make sure to, you know, check us out uh, for the next one. Bye. 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 Thank you.